0: Oh boy. Hazel, I see you in there. <laughs> oh man, we got a hell of a show today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Rotation, the official guest talk show of the Two Endangered Mammals podcast. The number one podcast network in my duplex. I am your host, Mr. Tiger Adenaldo And with me today is a very, very, very special guest, Mr. I Am Cleveland himself. How do i say your last name stursa stursa yep mr john stursa ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna give you a round of applause because i feel like you deserve it there we go i appreciate that that introduction there we go there we go you know what it is That's love. <laughs> hazel said it's spicy now <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh man how are you sir how you doing i'm good man how about you i'm great man i'm great i'm glad to have you here yep. i feel like it's been so from my end, you may not know this, but I feel like this has been a long time coming. Like, this has been something that I've wanted to do for a little while. I just hadn't reached out yet. You know what I mean? Because we, right. you and I have chatted a few times in the past. Like, we've been around each other a couple times. And when I started doing this, like, you're one of the people that, like, uh, I wanted to get on and, and bring on the show. But I had to get it to a point to where it felt uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It felt like it was something, you know what I mean? Right. Where it wasn't just like a super grassroots. I mean, it's still grassroots, you know what I mean? We're, we're in my fucking living room, so.
1: <laughs> Making it happen. Yeah,
0: but I had to get the couch from the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had to get the big uh, beanbag chair out of the background. Oh, Ashley, what's up, girl? So, yeah, man, it's been, it's been a long time coming. This has been one of those things that I've been wanting to do for a hot minute and just, you know, like I said, I had to build it. If you build it, they will come. And that's then right. it slipped my mind And then you popped up again I was like Yo I gotta get you on the podcast
1: You had to fix my uh, Contrapment
0: <laughs> Had I to fix that. your computer for you Yeah Which I
1: appreciate Thank you.
0: Oh yeah man Ain't no thing man Ain't nothing but a thing I'm, That's what I'm That's what I'm here to do I'm like the tech guy Amongst my friends mm-hmm. You know what I mean Like I'm like the dude that That uh, anytime something breaks Sometimes Against impossible odds They They ask I'm the one that they
1: ask to fix it You know what I mean uh, Hazel, worked, Hazel said, Don't blush too hard. I can see you. <laughs> all it takes is for someone to be like, Oh, he's turning red, and my face <laughs> is bright red.
0: I just noticed that you're starting to turn <laughs> yeah. red a little bit. When you bit. talk
1: about it, like people would do that to me in class. Like They'd be like, Oh, John's turning red. I, I wasn't yet. Oh, and then, and then like, you would start? Yep. Oh, shit. They would, they would fuck with me. So.
0: Damn, bro. You have a tell. You have a tell. That's not good. Do you play
1: poker at all? No, not at all.
0: Yeah, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Probably shouldn't. If you turn red It'll that give quick, it away. yeah, you probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't uh, play poker at all. all right. Oh, she's, Hazel said no. He knows what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Well, we'll just leave that. Uh, we'll just leave that to the uh, people's imagination. Uh, <laughs> we, we ain't delving. Hazel, we ain't delving into personal stuff here today. Also, so as I asked before, how are you, sir? You're doing doing you doing good. You had to work today, right?
1: I did. Yeah. You said it went
0: by pretty quick.
1: It went by quick. La- last two days felt like they went by really quick.
0: But the weekend, you said the weekend was a was a doozy.
1: It was cool because um, I've been trying to just do more right. in general, uh, especially because I just moved to to Cleveland uh, before I was in Grafton. So was, yeah, yeah, I was about to
0: say uh, f- from what I remember, you were kind of far away for a while, right?
1: Yeah, it was about 30, 40 minute drive. yeah.
0: yeah. Now you're like in Cleveland. Are you East Side or West Side?
1: Uh, I'm in the uh, West Bank of the Flats.
0: Okay, so you're like basically in the middle. Yeah. So you're you're like right downtown. Yeah. Damn. So like
1: this past weekend, like I went to the studio, Mm -hmm. um, linked up with some uh, some like other artists and just making shit happen. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's easy now. I can just be like, oh, it's a five ten minute drive. Like, why not?
0: Right. Right. So what? Let me ask you this really quick. How do you prevent people from just showing up at your house when you live downtown. Uh, I, I lived real quick. I lived downtown for like six months. Right. And doing what I do. I constantly had drunk people showing up at my house. Like once they figured out I live downtown to where I live, it's a place to crash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: so I've only been there for a week. Uh, time will tell, I guess. Oh you know? man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll keep I keep my address limited probably. Right. So. I feel
0: like I feel like you're in for it. I feel like you're in for it. Also, really quick, let's, let me shout out our early birds here. We got Tiffany Fox in the building. We got Ashley Hamburg is in the building. We got Hazel in the building. Got a bunch of people on Instagram too. Mden, I don't know if you know her but I don't know her. Yeah. her. That's what? That's my friend. Oh, is it? Good okay. Friend, yeah. Okay. Uh, you're in the chat, obviously. Kiara Cotton, the chocolate girl wonder, is in the chat right now. That's a goat. Hell yeah. Uh, Chris, my man Chris is in the chat. <laughs> Derek is in the chat. What up, though? What up? Is that over on, uh, I think that's over on YouTube. Uh, hold on, let me put this away. I think they're on YouTube. I couldn't tell somebody's him. on YouTube. Wait a minute. Somebody's chatting from YouTube. Usually I can tell from the, uh, usually I can tell from the, uh, from how it looks. Oh, Gonzo is in the chat with us. Gonzo is here. He said, what up fuckers? He does that every, uh, every Derek, are you over? I, Derek, I know who the fuck you are, but where are you chatting from? Are you chatting from, are you chatting from, are you chatting from Facebook? Or are you chatting from, uh, from YouTube? Cause you're definitely not chatting from Twitch. I can tell you that right now, sir. Uh, oh, yeah, he's over. Yeah, he's over on, on Facebook. Who do we have holding down the Twitch sphere right now? Is it just Tiffany? Is Tiffany all... Tiffany, are you all alone over there on, on uh, Twitch right now? She was like, she's just all alone. Getting back to you. So you're going to keep your address pretty limited. But you, here's the thing, man. You're in the industry. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you, people are going to find out. Somebody's going to slip and be like, yo, John lives right over there. You know what I mean? And then next yeah. thing you know you're going to have drunk people showing up at your house.
1: Oh, I do me on shout outs. M2 Elite Tactical in the house, no
0: phones. <laughs> oh, Gonzo with the motherfucking uh 100 stars. Gonzo's about to get a um he's about to get a, a fucking uh streak going. We lost our stars on here before and then Gonzo was pissed cuz he had a he had a streak he had like like a fifteen, sixteen week streak and then we lost our stars, which is like the tipping thing on uh Facebook. Okay. Is we that could,
1: what that noise was? That threw yeah, me off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: So like people can tip stars on Facebook and they can uh and they can attach a message to it and it'll read it out loud. Gotcha. Unless it's some unless it's like some fucked up stuff and then I will uh I will completely ignore it. Like the only rules we have on here is there's two rules basically. Don't talk over me and no politics. That's the only two rules over here. Like anything cool else. All that. Yeah, anything else is is totally You know, we could talk about whatever. Um, So, yeah, what was, let me ask you this. As somebody who, like, you rep Cleveland, you know what I mean?
1: I do my best. Is this
0: your first time living in Cleveland proper?
1: Uh, So, I grew up in Lorraine. I was there for, like, almost my whole life. Okay. Uh, About two years ago, I lived uh, at the Brick Lofts in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I I was there for a year. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, so now, but this is the first time, like, downtown, you know.
0: So now Mr. I'm from Cleveland is actually in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. It
1: would probably piss a lot of people off if they knew I'm from Lorraine, but yeah. I don't I don't hide that. I never have. I've always been like I'm from yeah. Lorraine. But yeah. like to them it's just like a big thing when people are like, Oh, are you are from Cleveland, you're not from Cleveland, like
0: You know what's weird about that, man? It's and I've I've talked about this on here uh, a couple of times. It's uh Oh Derek, thank you, man. Thank you, appreciate it. I, I bought it myself. um i've i've talked about it on here before it seems like a lot of times people will get mad at other people for uh you know building the city up or pointing out good things about the city and it almost feels like they're upset because either a they didn't think of it or maybe usually that's what it is they didn't think of it because it's not like you're it's not like you're repping Cleveland in a way, like, like, look at me, you know what I mean? I'm Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. you're you're pointing out, like, hey, this person has connections to Cleveland. Hey, this famous person, they're from Cleveland. Uh, this good thing that happened, this happened in Cleveland, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's not like you're bringing a, a light to the city in a very positive way. I rarely, I don't know if I've ever really seen y'all point out anything negative, really.
1: No, I um, mean, that... The whole goal is positivity. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
0: And it's weird that people would get upset about that, you know what I mean, when you're not doing nothing but bringing positivity to the city, yeah. you know what I'm saying?
1: I think it's when some people don't feel like they're getting the love that they deserve for mm. um, whatever it is that they're doing, because we, we cover general culture, so yeah. it's not just music anymore.
0: Oh, um, okay. Wait, really quick. John Doe, what up, man? John Doe is in the chat. What's up, brother? One half of the Doe Bombers. What's popping? Um, yeah, so y'all do more than music now, huh?
1: Yeah, um, cause I mean, our foundation when we started was like strictly music, it was strictly hip hop. Yeah. We've hip hop, so it's very, very niche, you know? I feel like I remember that. How long ago was that? It was, it was only like a few years back, right? Um, I mean, when we, we started it, that was like 10 years ago. Um, no, well, I mean, we yeah, I wasn't. expanding like a few, probably four or five years into yeah. it. So, I mean, it's been a while now that we've kind of expanded outside of that, mm-hmm. um, but I mean to get back to your point too. Uh, really quick, Rofle, what's popping, man? All the way from the UK, Mister Rofle. Uh, please continue. Uh, to get back to your point, where you're saying like I don't get why people get mad about this or that. I think there's also a thing with people identifying being from Cleveland, like the they say like the real Cleveland mm-hmm. versus being like from a suburb or something like that. And there's like different ways to look at that. And I feel like we represent Cleveland on. And we try to represent Cleveland on a national scale. Yeah. um, Because like you pointed out, people are from Cleveland. They could be in L.A., they could be in New York, whatever. And we're still, you know, putting them on and being like, this person's from Cleveland, they're doing this or that.
0: And it seems like everywhere you go, there's somebody from Cleveland. Like you you run into somebody from Cleveland. One of the issues that uh, I kind of understand what you're saying when people say like the real Cleveland. So I I moved here from the DMV, right? So I moved here from D.C., and the thing about D.C. is that there was a lot of people from Maryland and Virginia at the time that would mess up D.C.'s rep because they would go out of town and people would be like, where are you from? And they say D.C. Yeah. I even still to this day meet people that, you know, I'm, I'm like, where are you from? And they say D.C. and I'll say what part and they'll say like like Germantown, which is out in Maryland or Bethesda, which is out in Maryland. You know what I mean? Or like uh, Arlington, which is Virginia. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that same thing happens. Not on a obviously a, a tri state scale, but the same thing happens here where people will be from not even a city, really, like you know, Lima and go out of town and, and people are like, Where are you from? and they say Cleveland, yeah, because a lot of people from other states don't know what Akron is. Or I think honestly, until really until LeBron popped off. You know what I mean? People out of state really didn't know about Akron all like that. And that's not a diss to Akron at all. No, but I mean, mean?
1: obviously he put a big, shined a big light.
0: Yeah, 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 a huge light where you, you know, like if you go to Miami and tell somebody you're from Akron, they're not going to know where the hell you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Until LeBron was, you know, LeBron is doing these things in Akron. Because there's people from out of of state that think LeBron's from Cleveland. Like from Cleveland, you know what I mean? And when you tell them, no, that dude's from like, 40 minutes away, like Akron, somewhere. They, they you're know, like, wait, what, what? When right. we were in, um, when we went on a cruise, we were in Miami and people were asking, like, where we were down from. We would say Cleveland. They would bring up LeBron James. I'm like, he's actually from Akron. Like, he's a, and he didn't even live in Cleveland. Didn't he live in like Bath or something I, like that? I think so. I honestly yeah, don't or know. Green, Ohio, it was some somewhere with big houses and shit like that. Right. But yeah, it's, it's, that's really strange, man, that it would be one thing if you were a rapper and you were repping Cleveland you know what i mean but you're you're bringing something positive to the city it's kind of strange to me that that they don't see that it's it's a it's a weird thing it's a really weird thing i,
1: I will say a lot of people that in the past have like really talked down on the brand a couple years later are the same people that are like yo I, I love what you guys are doing you know
0: really Yeah. how often does that happen obviously we're not going to name any names but um, how often does that happen
1: i mean it's happened enough you know, to bring- uh, Gonzo said he lived in Bath. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Gonzo. Appreciate it. Um uh Chris said, I, I stay, I say from Cleveland all the way down here in Willard. <laughs> Hour and a half away. <laughs> hey man. Oh, man, that is hilarious. <laughs> all the way in Willard. Where the hell is Willard, Ohio? I, I don't know. Yo, Chris, where's Willard, Ohio? Like I need to know where where that is. Man. All we
1: know is it's an hour and a half away.
0: Right. Yeah, it's a, a whole hour and a half away. I feel like I'm giving Chris the wrong sound effect. Hold on a second. There we go. Because Chris Chris is a whole ass dad. So just so you know, like the sound effects, dads get the air horn, uh, moms get the round of applause, and then obviously our guests as well. But moms get a round of applause. Regular people get the explosion, and then our vets. We got a we got a sound for the vets. That's what they get. Nice. So, and also first responders and stuff like that, they'll also get an air horn. So uh, like Chris, it. Chris, Chris gets the air horn for multiple reasons. One, because he's a dad too, because he was a former uh, peace officer, if you will. <laughs> um, Chris, were you ever, were you ever in the military? John, you got an air horn because you're a dad, man. <laughs> so, um, Tell me more about the uh I mean you know what's weird? I promised you like I wouldn't be sitting here asking you questions, but this shit is so fascinating right now. Hey man, shoot them more. Um tell me more about the the people that like obviously you don't have to name names, but the people that like hated on the brand first and then all of a sudden did a 180. Usually, how long does that take? Is that was that like over time? Were oh, yeah. they hating when you first started? And then once it built up, did they all of a sudden turn around and was like, yo, man? Loving what you're doing and so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, and it's like to the extreme where it's not only like these people like didn't like what we were doing, but they went out of their way to like say, you know, pretty strong words, negative yeah. words about it. Oh, okay, okay. And then literally years, like over the course of years, they'll come back and that's one specific example, but it's happened mm-hmm. multiple times. But yeah, I think they just eventually see the big picture of yeah. what we're trying to do.
0: They see, they see what you're doing. They see what you're doing. Gonzo. Let's make it rain in here, people. I still in my pew pew sound effects. <laughs> I'm working on it, Gonzo. I'm working on it. Gonzo, just uh, trying to make it rain up in here, sir. That's great with with uh with with the with the loose change. That's a hailstorm. They're making a hailstorm up in here. Oh, man. Um, so let me ask you this. Damn it, I said this wasn't going to be an interview, but.
1: <laughs> we're here.
0: I I'm I'm curious there's a couple things that I'm curious about because I feel like I've had a similar experience. Has there been people that have hated on the brand like at first and then tried to get you to promote them or 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 you know put them out there like afterwards? Yeah. Again, um, we're not naming names but
1: yes, yeah, so this has happened and also to the point of where like so one of the things that I do is I share um, music. I used to try to do it every month, mm-hmm. where I put on our uh, IGTV, a group like a compilation of just artists that have released music recently. Yeah, yeah. And um, that would like there's a whole process for me to do that. And I collect music as I find it, as I'm scrolling, as I'm sending it, like however you yeah. know if somebody tells me about it. And so I have a doc that I'll go down, and you know sometimes there's, you can only put so many people in yeah, one yeah. video. And so this person's lined up for, like, next, the next video. Oh. And they don't know. Like, I have been told yeah. – you know, it's just, like, it's in my notes. Like, they're going to be included in this next video. And I've literally – I've taken people off of the list because of like shit that they have said to me, like oh. I also have not though, too, because yeah. like I don't I try not to always let that affect me because I'm just like right. that's my personal feelings versus like, oh, I actually like the song, I want people to hear it, yeah, you're professional, so, you're professional, so I try to do that like a lot, but like if it's if it's to an extent, like certain things that people say just shows total disrespect to, like, yeah, it's like, like super egregious. why would I I can yeah. put somebody else that's gonna like respect that mm-hmm. and like appreciate that spot versus them. You yeah. Know? And yeah. so that's what I do. That's what's up. Scotty cash said, uh, also shout out Scotty cash. Scotty said, Scotty
0: cash said, fuck that name. Now nah, we're not doing, <laughs> we're <laughs> we not throwing shade out here like that, Scott. Um, I've had a similar, I've had similar situations, much smaller scale of people that have hated on this, this the the, the podcast and, and streaming. And then when we when you know, when I first started it, there was a lot of love. Like, I, let me start with that. There was a lot of love, like all of my friends and all of my peers. It was a lot of love. And then there would be like randoms that would pop up and be like, why is he doing that? Like, what is he, what does he think he's doing? Like it's, Oh, it's trash. It's not even funny. This, that, and the third. Right. But then literally months later, Hey man, when are you going to have me on a podcast? And I'm like, bro, the thing about Cleveland is it's a very, it's a big city, but it's a very small city too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, yeah what gets done in the dark comes to the light. And it's especially true here because somebody is going to tell you, you know what I mean? Like if somebody's talking trash, like if somebody's talking trash about I'm from Cleveland, right? Y'all motherfuckers are like 50, 60,000 fucking followers strong. (laughs) Somebody's going to say something like it's going to get back to you. You know what I mean? And especially in a, in in a space of, um, for lack of a better word entertainment, you know what I mean? In in a, in a space of media, whether you're a, a musical artist, uh, a producer, a DJ, uh, a graphic artist, whatever it is. That's a very small click. There's a bunch of clicks, but it's a very small click. So if you're a if you're a rapper and you're talking shit about that brand, like it's going to get back to you, you know yeah. what I mean? And also, I don't understand how people don't understand that things Things are a process like you have your process, just like you said, you have a list and you, you work down that list because you can only fit so many in a video. Yeah. And even not knowing that you did that. Me as like the way that I think about things, right, it would make sense. Like if let's say I saw you do a list of of podcasters, right, I'm not going to be like, yo, what the fuck, man, you didn't include me because I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of podcasters. You know in the city, I'm pretty sure it makes sense you can only fit so many on yeah. on the list, and you know you'll get around to it, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and if you don't uh, if months if from the, now you didn't it, then if, then if, have a conversation
1: and I would say like if you don't and you do have an issue with it, like reach out like yeah, I'll, yeah, we could talk about it
0: reach you know? out and chat about it, have a yeah. conversation. I feel like people don't have conversations enough um a lot of times. A lot of times when you're passionate about something, and this is kind of like uh one of the topics that I had listed when you're when your passion becomes like like a business when you're passionate about something you're not you're not looking at things from an objective standpoint anymore you know what i mean you're kinda you're kind of looking looking at things in such an in such an angry way in such a passionate way like an example is like um let's say uh you know, celebrity A sleeps with celebrity B and then cheats on celebrity B with celebrity C, right? And they will have a lot of people saying, yo, that person's a piece of shit. Like, if that was my daughter, then this, that, and the third, right? And I'm like, well, you can't think of it like that. You know what I mean? You can't think of it as, as if that was your daughter or if that was your son, because that's too close. You know what I mean? Even the police, like the police, they don't let you really investigate, like, if a murder happens in your family, they're not letting you investigate that, right. usually. That's what happens on TV. So <laughs> I'm just assuming uh, Chris, can you, uh, can you confirm or deny that? Usually they, they're not going to let you investigate that. Cause you're too close to it. You're too passionate about it. You're not going right. to make the right decisions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's that same thing when you're passionate about your, your art, you know what I mean? Which is like, yeah, I'm not looking at it objectively because I'm so passionate about this. And I'm not saying me, but that person, they're right. so passionate about it and they want to get it out to the people. And if you're not doing that right then and there, now they have beef with you, you know what I'm saying? Because they're not looking at it objectively. It's a pro- They're not looking at it as it's a process. Your time will come. Give it time. You know what I mean? It's right. always, it's just me, me, me.
1: And that's also like, I get that too. Like, you know, there's reasoning for a lot of things that happen and the way people act or what they say. Um, and that's why I said like, you know, you can always have a conversation about it and things like that. But yeah, when you're passionate about, in this, in my case, like music, if we're talking about that specifically, mm-hmm. uh, I get why they do feel that way. Like they think they're they deserve it, you yeah, know. Yeah. But there also still is just a process of how things work, you know, and like yeah. networking and and just doing the right thing to get your name out there, you know. Right. So I just think it's. Just-
0: I, I feel like at some point, you know, if you're doing what you need to do, your name's going to get out there. You know what I mean. Yes, there's factors involved. Luck plays a part a lot of times. Connections a lot of times. But if you're doing, if you're doing what you're doing and you love it and you're you're truly about it, I feel like your name, um, your your name will get out there. And Gonzo said, when that happens, it becomes a conflict of interest. Yeah, Gonzo, exactly. And I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's also because the uh, like something about like you know the evidence might be might not be admissible because you're 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 also that, that's part of the the conflict of interest is because you're too close to the situation as well but yeah you're absolutely right and travis said also shout out travis travis said just like doctors can't do surgery on family members i didn't know that doctors aren't able to do uh surgery on family members also i gave travis the wrong uh the wrong sound effect my bad, Trav. My bad, TJ. You got two. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> my fault. My fault, sir. My fault. Yeah, I didn't know doctors aren't allowed to do surgery on on family members. That's that's interesting. Is it because they they're they're probably you know if it's their family member they're probably like fuck like I I gotta get this right that might make yeah. them like overly nervous or pressure or something. Yeah. No yeah. Idea. Um, let me ask you this: You talked about when you first started. I'm from Cleveland, and yeah. we were, we were talking off, off camera a little bit. Um, how did you start it? Like what was the initial idea? Was it always I'm from Cleveland or did it start as something else and then kind of morph into I'm from Cleveland or?
1: Yeah, you nailed it on the head right there. So, um, let's see, take me back to 13 years old. And I hear a song from DJ EV's mixtape bitch. I'm from Cleveland volume two. And I was like, yo, this song is like really, really dope. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't use those words back then, but this song's really dope. <laughs> and, uh,
0: um, really quick before you before you continue, really fast. Yeah, isn't it isn't it interesting how when we think about stuff from from our past, right? Like I do that same thing. So I'll, you know, I'll talk about like the you know like the first sci fi movie I ever saw, and I'll and I'll think to myself that my reaction was like, "Yo, this is dope." I didn't talk like that back yeah. then,
1: <laughs> especially if you're like looking back to like when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I yeah.
0: definitely I definitely wasn't saying yeah. anything was dope. So. That's Really, that was just a quick little side note. My bad, didn't mean to interrupt you. Please continue. Oh no, you're good.
1: <laughs> so I heard that I heard the one song is Two Gun Cannon. It's called the O. Okay. And um, I think I went went on YouTube to try and listen to it or something. And this is like what, before people were streaming music mm-hmm. on YouTube, and if they were, it wasn't like a popular thing. Yeah. And so I just had also to, welcome
0: to the chat, Jason. Appreciate you being here, bro. Please continue, sir.
1: Yeah, and I just had the idea of. Putting that up on YouTube so that people could find it there. Okay. Um, and it got a few thousand views. And I was like, oh, like that's, that's just so random. Like, mm-hmm. it's really dope. Like, people are actually using it and listening to it. So uh, I did the same thing with other songs by, like, local artists. Yeah. And um, the channel then was called Cleveland Music. And that was, like, my YouTube channel back then. And eventually, like, I branded myself as that, like, sort of. Um,
0: also, really quick, Jared Miller just shouted you out. He said, hey, John, wait, you know, Jared, right?
1: Yep. Is Jared a a dad or no? I couldn't tell you. I haven't talked to Jared (laughs) in a while, but Jared, Jared's that dude. Jared, are you a
0: dad? Is he military? Is he just a normal civilian? Not just a normal civilian, because I don't want to, I don't want to give him the wrong sound effect. Jared, can you let me know if you're a dad or if you are a first responder or a military vet or
1: anything like that? I went to grade school
0: with Jared. Oh, wow. I'm going to blow it up for that. (laughs) I'm blow it up for that. Um, please continue, sir. And then uh, once I figure out what uh, once I figure Jared out, I will give him the proper sound effect. But please for continue. Sure.
1: So um, yeah. And that's, Gonzo
0: said I still have a bitch. I'm from Cleveland hoodie in my closet.
1: That's dope. That's what's that's up. Very dope. So yeah, once I got to uh, the point where I put up a couple songs, normal guy says Jared. He said normal guy. All right, we're blowing <laughs> blowing it up for Jared. Blowing it up for Jared. <laughs> All right, so um. I'm at the point, I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of where, where I was at. Um,
0: uh, we were talking about, you said uh, oh yeah, you, put, you heard the song.
1: Yeah, I put the one song up, got a few thousand views, and I was like, oh, I'm about to do that same thing. And then it kind of just became like a hub on YouTube for mm-hmm. like local music. Okay. And um, eventually, EV... I was on his MySpace page. I left a comment.
0: Holy shit, MySpace. Yeah. Did he have glitter and shit on his MySpace page? I couldn't tell. Remember when people used to do that shit? Fucking put, like, little glitter and unicorns and fucking... You 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 do a lot, which was cool. Do some wild shit. I
1: think a lot of people learned, like, you know, like, slight coding back then. People learned
0: some HTML from doing that. Like, very simple HTML. But people also... I will say this... Sometimes chicks got carried the fuck away and you would go to their page and your whole computer would fucking freeze because so of all much. that bullshit they
1: were doing the most. <laughs> uh, please continue, sir. Yeah. So uh, left that comment on Evie's uh, MySpace page and he was like, whoever runs this page, uh, send me an email. And so I created a whole new email because I, my first reaction back then was like, oh, this dude's going to be mad that I put songs from his tape on YouTube or something. Very first thought. And then, um, so I made a whole new whole new email account. Didn't have my name attached to it or anything. And I was like, yo, like, I, I run the account. Like, what's, what's going on?
0: Wait, you were saying that the, the dude who made the song was going to be mad about it?
1: I thought, so it was featured on Evie's mixtape. Okay. I thought, and so once Evie told me to email him, because I commented on his page... Uh, My first thought was, oh, he's going to be, tell me, like, take these songs down. Oh, okay. He thought thought
0: EV was going to be pissed. Okay. Okay. Uh, Really quick. Shout out Matt Andrews mentoring all the way, all the way from the UK. Please, sir.
1: Turns out he wasn't mad, which is good. Yeah, it's Uh, definitely a good thing. He, uh, the the email said something along the lines of, instead of doing just a YouTube channel, why don't we create like a website? We'll call it I'm from Cleveland. It'll be based off like the bitch I'm from Cleveland mixtapes. And so that's kind of where uh, him and I merged at that time to create I'm from Cleveland. And it was like, also, we went with I'm from Cleveland instead of bitch off from Cleveland because it's, it's, you know, it's a different idea. Yeah. Um, but also just, I think, marketing was easier. Mm. Got I'm from Cleveland versus bitch off from Cleveland. Also, I was like 13, so.
0: <laughs> um, Kevin said that Cleveland music tag still rings in my head.
1: <laughs> that's so dope. I still, uh, some people still play that even like. At their gigs and shit, which is dope.
0: So, for real? That's yeah. what's up.
1: I remember being at, like, a, a concert, I don't know, I was probably 16 or 17 at the time, and I heard, like, someone play my tag, and I don't even mm-hmm. know how they got it, and then, like, the next person that performs is, uh, really uh, performed a song that I released exclusively for them, and, yeah. and I'm just, it's just like, just seeing who, that kind of... Who
0: did the actual tag?
1: So, uh, I took audio from Chip the Ripper and mm-hmm. MGK.
0: Okay, okay. So,
1: uh, the Chip audio was from a song where he goes Cleveland. And so I chopped it okay. up. It goes Clu Cl Cleveland. Yeah. And then the other part is from z a Z one oh seven nine freestyle that MGK did where he goes Oh wow. Yeah, it was a throwback. So he, yeah, goes, that's, he says, that's like that's like way something, back some Cleveland music. And so I took that and I took the uh the whole part of that. So it goes cluck clue Cleveland and then Cleveland music. So I merged nice. like the two. And it's cool too because like that was before like MGK was like super popular. Yeah he, was, yeah, he was He was like on MTV and shit. At people that time, weren't people
0: but, weren't really super heavy checking for Cleveland at that time. No, you I know don't what think I mean. So, I think uh, like obviously Chip and and all those guys they they did their thing and yeah, was C- was Cudi really blowing at that time?
1: Um, he I'm trying to think of like what that was probably like 2010. So he he was already yeah like, he had a little, he was doing his thing a little yeah, bit because yeah. 2008. I think is when the first album dropped two thousand and ten second. so he he already had some. when his do. first
0: album dropped, it didn't really take off until because remember, people and I'm talking I'm talking globally weren't really checking for Cudi until the Crookers remixed um day and night,
1: yeah, that's where it took off like internationally. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah on a global on a global yeah. front. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people from here knew about him mm-hmm. and maybe people some people from the surrounding areas. But yeah, I, f- I feel like he really took off when the Crookers. Made the remix to the point that, like, the first time I had ever heard him was that song. And then when I heard the original, I thought that was the remix.
1: Got you. I was like, who made a hip-hop version of this song? I heard it, I think I heard it in 2008. I was in eighth grade or, like, going into freshman. Yeah. And then he performed his homecoming show in 2009. Okay. In July 2009 and... uh. The album didn't come out for another couple months. Okay, so that yeah. Was before like even debuted the album, which was dope because I got to hear like some of that "Man on the Moon" one like perform live, which is... Like, yeah,
0: that's what's up. I actually met him once and got a chance to like uh, sit and and chop it up with him for a hot second, and uh, he he told me that he shopped around day and night for like two years or something like that. Like yeah. he shopped it around on MySpace for like a year and some change. And they shopped it around for another year after that. And then when A-Track, A-Track had got his hands on it and was, and a- the Crookers were, were on A-Track's uh, label at the time. Gold. Yeah. And he was like, yo, uh, I need y'all to to remix this. Yeah. And it kind of put, in a way, it kind of put both of them on the map. So C- Cleveland out here making, making people that ain't even, are the Crookers even from the States? I have no idea. I don't even I think, think they're probably. from the States, to be honest with you. I don't,
1: I don't know much about them outside yeah, of like yeah. that, for real.
0: That's what's up, man. Cleveland is an interesting spot. So you, uh that's where the drop came from. Please continue with the, um, the story of how, of how I'm from Cleveland was was created. Because this is yeah. this is fascinating to me. I, this is something that I've kind of wondered for a while. Like honestly, from the first time, like I had heard about it and met you, I've kind of wondered that. And the, I had knew about it before. I had knew about I'm from Cleveland before I met you, and then when I met you, and I'm like, okay. This is the brains behind the operation here, and I've been wanting to ask you about it for a long time, but I just never got a chance to.
1: Yeah, but that's love, man. Yeah. I feel Uh, like
0: the last time we actually were able to chop it up, other than me working on your computer, was at the Ilty shop when it was in Lakewood. There was a photo shoot going on, and I was heated because Connor fucking grabbed my bike. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember this? Yeah, yeah. he grabbed my bike was there. I don't like people touching my bike. He grabbed my bike and was, like, taking pictures with it, I was like, yo, what the fuck? I wasn't like for real heated. I wasn't about to beat him up or nothing like that. But I was like, yo, I didn't know him. You know what I mean? So yeah, I was like, yeah, sure. I was asking Glenn. I was like, who the fuck is this guy grabbing my bike? And he's like, that's Connor. I was like, who the fuck is Connor? Damn. Then I asked Eric. I'm like, yo, get, get your man. He just
1: grabbed it. Like his like confidence was, was just like, yeah, like it was his. Connor's got confidence. He's always had confidence.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. The way he grabbed it, I was like, this motherfucker grabbed my bike. Like he built it or some shit. That's funny.
1: <laughs> shout out to Connor. Yeah, shout out to Connor, I, yeah, I out to Connor to, man. Connor's the homie. I was talking to him a little bit earlier today. We, we don't, we haven't caught up for real, for real, in, in quite a while. But yeah, he played a he played a huge part. Uh, in I'm um, from Cleveland, and like That's really, I'd say like the one of the biggest things that he did was like brought me out of my shell mm, and the places. Okay. Like like, it was hard to. It's hard even now to get me to go out in public for for a lot. I of never time see you shit. out. Yeah, I'm but, always out. But now that I'm ac- actually closer, like I'm trying to, but like shit i take um uh antidepressant for like social anxiety okay so before i was on that i think people
0: call that weed i think they
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's called uh it's not it's not weed but uh, (laughs) depending on who you are i think that weed will either help or hurt that kind of anxiety but but the the antidepressant that i take like before that it was real bad like I was mentioning like how I turned red, like it mm-hmm. still happened, but before it, it took nothing. Oh, it was just like um, instant, and like I couldn't really. Eighth grade, one of the worst, like one of the best examples of this is my teacher calling on me, mm-hmm. and I would, uh, literally not respond i would not say a word until she called on someone else i wouldn't say i don't know I would, like, oh shit and it would be like just her waiting like it, and, like my friends would make fun of me now because they're like yo she was just waiting for you to say something you, you never didn't say did. shit and like that's how bad my anxiety was i couldn't even get out words you were like I, like I ain't saying nothing yeah, man so, that's
0: bananas yeah it was it's also one of the benefits of being black because uh we well, you can't see us turn red because i'm shy as fuck believe it or not I'm shy as hell that does surprise and me. It's why I wear glasses when I DJ, because it puts a barrier. They're not prescription. Yeah. It puts a barrier between me and the people. But I would probably be red as fuck most times, especially if I'm in a new place. Yeah. Like now at like Barley or Velvet or whatever, I know everyone there. So it's not a big deal. But if I'm like at a new venue, mm-hmm. oh, bro, I'm, I'm, my face is so warm. I no I know I'm red. If I was white, I would be red as hell. You yeah. know what I mean? But that's just one of the benefits of having a melanin. But you, you have a telltale face, man. Oh, yeah. It uh, oh. it When it gets red, it gets red.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris big, said, big can
0: time. we talk about how Ray Jr.'s sloppy still slaps? I'm not going to lie. That, that song is dope. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Ray, Ray's got some bangers. Yeah. I still I still play it. I still play it. I played it uh, Friday, as a matter of fact. It's It's wild to think. Think about this. When you think about songs that stand the test of time, right? You always think about these songs from other places. We're going to get back to the story of I'm From Cleveland, but I just wanted to point this out real yeah, quick. For sure. You always think about songs from other places, and I don't think a lot of people here realize that songs like uh, Sloppy and um, what is it, uh, Fat Al came down. Mm-hmm. Those two songs are like songs. They, they came out what, like 10, 10, 11 years ago or something well, Al, like
1: that? Al Fats was even probably... Around there. But uh, Sloppy was a little bit later.
0: Yeah. But still, it's been... Years ago. And they still, like, you can still play those songs. I play those songs, I go to other states and play them. And people, like, people know them. You know what I mean? And I I don't think a lot of, which is why we need something like a I'm from Cleveland to point things like that out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's why I need to be having conversations with people that are doing that. Yeah. And know that that can happen so that I can tell people. Exactly. Exactly. just let me know, you know, like, it's not that I don't know that those songs... Up, but you're mm-hmm. saying they're, you're playing them now and they're still going, like, that's dope. You yeah. Know, that's, that's really you dope. want to know
0: something yeah. funny, really quick? I remember a long time ago, and some of my friends in the chat, uh, probably John, John can attest to this. I remember a long time ago, I had made a post, and I had never seen anybody post it, but I had made a post, and, because people were talking about, you know, the Cleveland area, and obviously, I'm not, a, I'm not a native, I'm an import, but I had made a post, and I'm like, yo, y'all do realize that, Cleveland is home to the only artists to do songs with Pac, Biggie, and, I think, Pun. I think Bone did songs with all three of them, if I'm not mistaken. I know the first
1: two, for sure. For sure.
0: I think they did a song with Pun. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I know they definitely did songs with Pac and Big. So, and I'm like, that's huge, because nobody else has that. If I'm not mistaken, I think they did a song with Pun. Because nobody else has has done that at at, at all. Yeah, that's, and that's unique. At that time, a lot of people in the comments was like, "Yo, I didn't even know. I didn't even realize this." You know what I mean? Now, after that's, later, that's, it became a meme or something like that. But a long, long time ago, before that meme was ever around, I had posted that, and it was weird to me that so many people in the city like didn't really know that.
1: Yeah, and that's one of my favorite comments to see on our page is. Oh, I didn't know they were from Cleveland. I didn't know this was going on. Blah blah. It's like that's, yeah, that's the whole point of us sharing it, you know. And uh, so that's one of my favorite things to see. I didn't know this so and so was from Cleveland, mm-hmm. and, and it's for specific people too, more so than others. Yeah, you know, yeah. like everyone knows Steve Harvey, yeah, whatever. But then there's some other people, uh, Alina Perez. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's from Cleveland. No, so, I never knew that <laughs> So that that's one example that And I know who my, that is yeah, You know what right? I mean I figured like That's someone people will know But might not know She's from Cleveland Yeah she's from Cleveland And I can go and find Like other names Like I, I have them saved somewhere Like like this person's from Cleveland You probably don't know that Yeah, you know? yeah. So just that kind of shit Is like really dope To, to me to get people Knowledgeable Knowledgeable about so.
0: Hell yeah uh, Jared Was Were they on that song When I die With Pun and Fat Joe Were they on that song Was Bone Was Bone on that song because if they were, maybe that's the song. I just know they did songs. They did songs with them. I'd have to look at the song. You know what's weird? I, I don't know names of songs. I usually, I usually don't know names of songs. I have so many songs. Yeah, that's you know? the problem. Yeah. It's too many. So many songs. I know where they're at. I know what they sound like. I can tell you every word of the song. But I don't really know names of them. I, I just I stopped trying to remember names a long time ago. You know what I mean? Especially as, as a DJ, I'm like I don't need to know the names. Right. I be, I don't even know the names of the artists a lot of times. You know what I mean? I
1: mean, you're gonna run through so many tracks. It's like
0: uh, Chris said, Tracy Chapman. Is Tracy Chapman from Cleveland? Yeah Wait, really?
1: Yeah. We we, <laughs> we posted about that too. And
0: like, dude, I'm le- I'm learning shit right now. Yeah. I love this. Uh, Liz, what's up? My sister's in the chat on t- holding it down the Twitchosphere. And DJ Billy C is also in the chat on Instagram. What up? So continuing with the story of I'm from Cleveland, sir, please.
1: Yeah. So I think we were at the point where uh, basically Evie responded to my email and was like, hey, let's just start up a a website rather Mm -hmm. than just having a YouTube. Um, And then for a little while, we just kept focusing really like on music. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, like I said, eventually we expanded. But uh, I remember just, like, back in those days, even, like, my YouTube days, when I was trying to grow that, um, some things, like, techniques that I would do, like, I would go and find other videos that were on YouTube mm-hmm. that were, like, Cleveland-related in some way or something, yeah. or, like, it was an artist official official page that posted, and I would, like, go leave comments, I would like people's uh, stuff, and then I would also, like... Um, start messaging people and saying like, Hey, I saw you like this. Uh, you probably like this as well. Cause it's Cleveland related, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So like I was doing like a whole bunch of outreach and stuff as like a teenager, like just not really knowing what I was doing, but yeah. I was like, just kind of doing whatever I could to get people hit. So know? there's a lot of research that goes into it, huh? I realized like when I started working at a marketing agency, like as one of my internships years ago that like I was doing things that they were like trying to teach me. And I was like, Oh, I've, I've done you've been, do, like, been doing know, that in, in like different ways and things like that. But like also just different ways of thinking to apply it. But yeah, mm-hmm. there were things that I had done that I was like, wow, like I can really like relate to a lot of the stuff or like, I'm going to step ahead. Cause I already know, you know,
0: Um, really quick. uh, Chris asks, were you part of leak Jones or was that a separate
1: ordeal? Yeah. So I, I was doing uh, the first thing that Evie had me do was the drizzy effect. Okay. Um, Cause he had, he was doing like the, so and so effect mixtapes. Yeah, like, I remember like, that. I remember and that. that. Um, and so he made a website for for Drake back in the day. It was like a Drake fan like website. Oh,
0: was this before he was signed?
1: When he was still doing like 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 uh
0: doing independent shit.
1: I'm not sure where he was at in his career at that time because yeah. it was like a very like short period of time like that I was doing that. Mm-hmm. But that's how I started. I remember doing my first blog post the image was like all stretched out like (laughs) like i sent it to him and like i was like man i'm like embarrassed to send this but i don't know how to fix it all this shit yeah like that was like me really getting into it and then leak jones and i'm from cleveland okay um but yeah at one point uh i was doing a lot of leak jones by myself okay um which was like um it was like a national oh dj raven is in the house what up so, so you were, so you
0: were part of Leak Jones. Yeah. And that was,
1: that's the V's brand, you know, yeah. that's his, that's his, uh, one of his babies. But, uh, I was helping out during like a, a critical point. I remember Pegs too. Shout out to Pegs because he was, uh, up for Pegs. big, big time. Cause he was like the, him and EV were the two that really like brought me in with the Leak Jones shit and like showed Ooh. me like just how a lot of things work, how to that's get it on the back end of, and, and make things happen. So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: So the continuation of I'm from Cleveland. Yeah. Where where were we? Where are we at? Where are we at now? Now we're at the point where you're doing your research, uh, you're you're getting you're getting inf- information. People are sending you things because I would imagine that this stuff wasn't just readily available. Because when you really think about it, like think about this, and correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody in the chat, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. People didn't really start repping Cleveland until. You know, kind of recently, and what I mean when I, what I mean by recent, like maybe ten years ago or something like that, like people really, and obviously the people here were repping it, but like your celebrities that are from here, you never really heard. Honestly, the only, in my experience, the only quote unquote celebrities that I ever heard at one point repping Cleveland was obviously Bone, Bone Thugs and Harmony, and then Steve Harvey. Every now and again, he would say, "I'm from." He was like, he'd be like, "I'm from the Projects, Cleveland. I'm from, I'm from, yeah. you know, the Projects in Cleveland." Like he would say that, but I never really heard other people saying that. Like I never heard a, uh, like I never heard Halle Berry say she's from. Cle- wait, Halle Berry's from Cleveland, right? Yep. Never heard Halle Berry say she's from Cleveland.
1: Bedford. Some people might not. Like, oh, yeah. Not yeah. Cleveland, Bedford. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I
0: I, I never heard her say it. You know yeah. what I mean? One of my favorite, um, um, uh, comics, freaking Calvin and Hobbes. That dude's from Cleveland.
1: Oh, I d I didn't know
0: that. Yeah, yeah, the dude's from Cleveland. A little little nugget of information you for go. you. <laughs> That's something I'll store Yeah, yeah, away, yeah. You know? Put that put that in, in the roller decks. Yeah, that dude that dude's from the Cleveland area. I, I didn't know that uh Superman was invented in Cleveland. You know what I mean? So people weren't really repping it really hard. Um Ah, Adam King is in the chat. What up, sir? Adam King always sneaks into the chat like I never see when he's watching. Uh, he said Arsenio Hall and Drew and Drew Barry have two. Yes, I never heard Arsenio say it um, until recently. But yeah, Drew Barry for sure. But I, I I wasn't really following Drew Barry at that time. You know what I mean? Um, Chris said, uh, "What does Logan Paul say though?" I'm pretty sure he says Cleveland. But is it where is he
1: from? Like Westlake? Westlake or something like that? Yeah.
0: Let me ask you this. We're going to get back to the creation of I'm from Cleveland. Let me ask you this. So there's been a lot of debate on whether people are from Cleveland. I'm not going to go specifically with the Paul brothers, but a lot of people sometimes will say Cleveland, Westlake isn't Cleveland, you know, uh, Bedford isn't Cleveland. Something that I noticed is that whenever it's positive, those areas are Cleveland. But when it's negative, those areas aren't Cleveland anymore. You know what I mean? I
1: think for the most part, but there are some people that stick to it, you know? Yes, mean? for but, sure, but for, for sure. But there is, like, a, uh, there is definitely something there. Yeah,
0: like, like with the, when, um, what was it that was going on out in uh, the suburbs? The fucking heroin epidemic that started happening in, like, in, like, Westlake and in those areas. All of a sudden, Westlake wasn't Cleveland at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then somebody does some shit, like the Paul brothers do do some crazy shit, you know what I mean? Makes a bunch of money. And now Westlake is Cleveland again. Yeah. And my opinion has always been, look, if it's Cleveland, it's Cleveland, for better or for worse. Like, D.C. is D.C., you know what I mean? Like, we don't get to say, oh, well, D.C. is the murder capital. No, no, that's not D.C. That's that's fucking, that's Arlington. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the DMV is the DMV. So, I feel like some people's representation, like, if you're going to, again, I'm an import. I have no dog in the fight. If But if you're going to rep it, if, it, if it's going to be a part of it, it's got to be a part of it for better or for worse it's like a yeah. marriage you know what i mean so when the negative things happen it still has to fall on cleveland right. you know what i mean when the positive things happen you can't have you can't it's yin and yang you can't have positive without negative mm-hmm. you know what i mean it can't just be all good all the time it's right. like you know somebody's going to fuck up something at some I, point
1: i will say like that's the point of our brand is to to show the, the positive we won't we won't touch all yeah. the negative shit for multiple reasons i think uh, like not to bring awareness because, like, it's good to bring awareness to certain things that aren't mm-hmm. good, too, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just we really focus on the positive.
0: I feel like the negative yeah. is handled. I feel like the news, yeah, the news takes care of that sometimes. We don't <laughs> got to touch none of that because yeah. they, they take
1: care of it and we can keep doing the positive shit.
0: Definitely stay. Oh, my man changus is in the chat. What's up, bro? <laughs> uh, and Chris said, Willard sure as fuck ain't. <laughs> 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 it's not part of Cle- – Willard's not part of Cleveland, Chris? Come on now, um, okay. Back to the uh, the creation of this this wonderful. I'm from Cleveland.
1: Yeah. Well, so I feel like I I I, t- I touched on how it the base mm-hmm. was created, like the platform.
0: Uh, oh, my cousin Damien, What up? Let me let me ask you this: What was it like turning something? Because obviously, this is something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, what was it like? going from a passion project to a
1: business so i still largely view it as a passion project Mm -hmm. because almost never money will like make me do something or not right right i'm always putting like just how i feel about it first Mm -hmm. Uh, i remember back before i had made any money like zero money on doing this um there were people that were like yo like you post my song i will pay you yeah you were saying that before i was like off like you know trying to wasn't even thinking about that at Mm -hmm. all and even then i didn't do it i was like no i'll just post it like i like your music why would i take your money like so that was part of like just an interesting like learning curve which i still do the same thing if i like something like i'm I'm most likely gonna share it Mm -hmm. you know i feel like it, it it deserves to be but um but there is also business aspects to it especially when we're partnering with other businesses and yeah things like that. So there's like real real parts to it. Um but i I have it like pretty split between passion project and business. Okay. In my head. Okay. Um which I feel like is a that's a unique approach. That's a
0: I was about to say that's an extremely unique approach because you rarely see
1: Well I I've always held like a job, you know, and mm-hmm. like that's what pays my bills. And this is that allows me to keep the happiness of, of what f- I'm doing. I feel you that. Know? Cause otherwise if it's all about money and I have to start making decisions, like I have to do this to make money and I was yeah. brand because I'm not making money any other way. Um, then I start doing things that don't represent the brand in the way that I want them to. And I don't know. I think it falls out. That's what's up, man. I'm going to blow it up for
0: that. I feel like one of the mistakes that, um, creatives tend to make is not diversifying. Um, diversifying their their income streams you know what i mean so that you know that their passion can remain their passion as opposed to becoming i have to do this because i have to make money you know you see it a lot with like influencers and things like that like uh you'll have like influencers on on these platforms instagram tiktok things like that and they'll start making money from it and then one of the mistakes that they make is they don't diversify. They don't open a merch store. They don't, you know, do other things to bring income in. That way, when these shady companies approach them about doing brand deals, they're not like, okay, yeah, I'll do that because they have to. You know what I mean? There's, right. there's a lot of times I'll see people on, on, the, on social media promoting some bullshit and it's just like, what are they doing? And then you realize, oh. They don't do anything else, you know yeah. what I mean. Whereas you, you were like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work this other job as well. This is what's gonna pay my bills. The money from this is cool. However, in order to keep, you know, for your mental health, right. you're still gonna work this other job. You enjoy your other job, right?
1: Yeah. I love Okay. it
0: yeah. be, it'd be a little different if it was like. Well, <laughs> well, no, now
1: I I just got in. I've been at this job for like seven, six or seven months. Okay. Um, before that, though, I was working hella odd jobs.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I was. I did ballet. Yeah. I was a truck driver. I delivered caskets as a truck dr- truck. Whoa. Driver. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever stops. Everybody stops right there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hold on a second. You were delivering caskets.
1: Yeah. What was that like? Um. Very interesting, man. Like nothing I've ever done before. I mean,
0: uh, obviously, before people were in them, right? Reed, what's popping,
1: bro? We're, so we're taking them from the warehouse. Okay. to the funeral home. Okay. Which, you know, it, yeah, it's definitely Chris
0: said people were dying to see him. <laughs> Hold there on a go. second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Chris.
0: Chris with the dad jokes. Chris with the dad jokes. So, you were taking him from the warehouse to the uh to like the funeral
1: home? Yeah. And so, um you know, every once in a while like I'd see a body, which is
0: Oof! Weird. Yeah, that's that's a weird thing. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a bunch in my life. Like oh. it's a, it's a yeah it's a so I came from a I always tell people I came from a very violent place, and it all you know all like in D.C. and in Brazil, honestly, like you're gonna see some somewhere, and it's you smell them. It's not a smell you ever forget. You know what I mean? It's like that's something that sticks with you for a long time. So seeing one, yeah, first time was a was a weird situation. Uh, Reed said, "What's good, boss? Not much, man. We just." We just out here podcasting, homie. Out here podcasting, doing what we do. So you were delivering, uh, you were delivering caskets. What did you say you did after that?
1: Before that, I was actually at AT and T.
0: Okay, um, like in the store or like corporate branch.
1: So I had a unique position. It was called, um, event expert. So okay. So basically, what we would do is we would take AT and T branded vehicles, like mm-hmm. a, a van or a big box truck. And we would set up at events. It could be as big as, like, a festival, small as, like, a craft indoor craft show. And uh, we would show off, like, the DirecTV demo, the phones, whatever. At first, it was supposed to be, like, sort of a job where it's just, like, uh, more so, like, promotion for them, you know. But then they mm-hmm. ended up giving us, uh, what's it called, a quota. Okay. So... Nobody was really meeting the quotas in the whole state, or even outside of the state. And it was oh, like, so at
0: first it was just something extra.
1: When I first signed up, I I knew I had a quota, but before we even got into the position, yeah. into that position, that's kind of what they were doing. It was just like promo, yeah. And um, then... But then they're like, you know, you have to sell this many, whatever. And I would never, oh, I would never shit. in that job, I would never reach the goal. Yeah, um, nobody would. Does any? Uh, yes. I was about to
0: say, does anybody ever reach quotas?
1: Well, I think in I, my my uh, one of my best friends works at AT and T, and he like killed it in a whole bunch of different stores. Really? Did so, they like, lower like, the quota? No, nah, he was just he was just that he, good. He was really good. Yeah, they would take him from a store that was uh, that he got in a really good position, and then they would put him in one that was struggling to do yeah. the same thing. But with this job, it was just like I didn't have a manager for the first two months I was Ooh. there. I was only there for six months because then I was like, I got to leave. And my one friend was delivering caskets, and he got me in there. <laughs> i left I left a <laughs> I left a better paying job at a t and t because it was so it was the most stressful thing yeah I've that's ever fr- gone that's stressful through. that's and stressful I doing that, which was the easiest job I've had in the sense of just like it was very simple you know? and there was no quotas exactly yeah
0: <laughs> quotas are a terrible thing like I think quotas are you know i think one of the reasons why uh one of like one of the situations where cops get a bad rap is because they have to meet these quotas like these speeding right. ticket quotas, so they're pulling people over for doing. Five miles over or something like that. You know what I mean? Or pulling people over for anything because they there's a quota that they have to reach. Yeah. It's such a – quotas are a terrible thing, man. I, I, I Just let people do their job. Let people operate and do their job.
1: I think you have to have some sort of goals, you know. Yeah, goals are good. But um, I don't know, just the way – that was my only, like, real sales job that I've had. Yeah. So I don't have any other experience to really, like, compare it to. Outside of, like, the sales stuff I do for – I'm from Cleveland, which is, you know. Limited, I feel like – but- I
0: feel like goals are okay. saying, hey, we would like for you to sell some phones. You know what I mean? Like if you can sell this many, that would be great. We're mainly doing this for promotion. But if you can get some sales out of it, that would be beautiful. But saying, listen, sell this many or your job is done like that's a whole other thing.
1: The other thing was it was it was basically seen as like a punishment. We'd have like a 7 a.m. call. If you didn't meet your quota, you'd have to get up and talk, and and like that's like two hours before your shift started, and yeah, that's like, that's stressful. You're waking man. me up, like yeah, yeah that's
0: too much stress, dude. That is way too much stress. I I wouldn't I wouldn't do well with that. So then you got into selling caskets, which d- delivering delivering. Good, my bad, yeah. my bad. Delivering caskets, yeah. which is clearly a much a much less stressful job. You just show up. Did you even have to load them?
1: Um. Yeah, into the trucks. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to load them into there's the truck. Like, there's a lift on the back yeah. you know, and all that. But, yeah, so we would take them out. We'd go and actually get the order. We'd see the order number, pull them. We'd unbox them. And then from there, like, wipe them down, make sure all the pillows, blankets are folded right, yeah. blah, 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 Then Then get it to the trucks, and we'd all have our own routes. And, like, sometimes, especially, like, on the weekends and just certain places that we deliver to, uh, sometimes there's no one there. So we have, like, mm-hmm. the code. And so it will just be me. Alone at this funeral home. That's like, creepy. And, they're, and then they're Inside there, they're, you know, you, you see the bodies that they're like are prepared. Yeah, that's like, fu-
0: that's fucking creepy, dude. It's, it's wild. So that's that was, fucking creepy.
1: But, uh, you know, uh, that my other friend who got me into the job was already gone by the time I started it. Oh, really? He, was like, he said when he told me about he's like, just don't say my name. Whatever, whatever you do, don't say my name. I was like, all right. Like, I don't know. He's like, I know they need people, but just don't say my yeah. name. And so by the time I was there, I thought he was going to be working with me, but he wasn't even there. He was he ghost. Tell me, he's like, yeah, he was like, yeah. He was like, fuck there. this. I'm it out. Was, it wasn't for him. But for me, I, I did it for quite a while. It was like over a year.
0: Okay. Um, okay.
1: But like I said, I've always held something to kind of keep my other shit going. And that mm-hmm. was one of them. But then after that job, um, what I'm doing now is a uh, social media manager for a company mm-hmm. called Teddy Baldassar. Okay. And, um out of Cleveland obviously and he creates he's one of like the biggest channels for creating content centered around like wristwatches.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: On like his website you can also uh purchase over 30 different brands of uh watches yeah. and so like he he ma- he makes them? No, so he uh he's an authorized dealer for Oh, okay. Yeah, okay different gotcha, brands, yeah. so Yeah.
0: Does he do, like, reviews and
1: things like yeah, that or yeah. and unboxings and whatnot? So, he'll, he'll do reviews. I don't think he does, like, a necessarily, like, strictly, like, a, like an unboxing thing. But, like, um, he does really in-depth views. And so, he's got, like, the watch enthusiast community, like.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's a, And you know what? That's a uh, – I don't want to say it's a highly untapped community, but it's a dedicated community.
1: Yeah, for sure. And there's
0: a lot. There's a lot of people. There's people that are into watches that I didn't even know were into watches. Like, I have friends that – you know, I may go over to their place to hang out and they have all these watches and they never even wear them, but they have yeah. them and they'll start telling me about them. And I'm like, geez, yeah, it's dude. a whole like, thing. It's, yeah. It's a and thing.
1: I didn't know. I didn't know anything really about watches before yeah. I started. They just, uh, I think what, um, they liked about like what I brought to the table is just my, my skills with yeah. social media building up like I'm from Cleveland. Um, so I had to learn all that, but, Shout out to Teddy because the first yeah. week, the first week he uh, really got me like into all the stuff. I kind of needed to know to like play my role. There, yeah.
0: So. Watches are a crazy investment too. Like if you leave them, if you leave them stock, it they, like they retain their value really well.
1: Yeah, I I'm still pr- pretty novice, mm-hmm. even being like seven months in. But like I know that the way that like they'll speak about it, or like just pe- people I've heard talking about it is. It's not. I mean, it's not like a for sure thing. No investment. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Noth- Nothing's for sure. Yeah. There's only like certain brands right now that like are really yeah ones that you can kind of expect to.
0: But what yeah. one thing that's for sure is a for sure way to uh lower the value of your of your watch is adding shit to it. Like if you add diamonds to it, that actually brings the value down.
1: Yeah, because they what they like is just the original. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I was saying. Like if so, you if you're
0: leaving them stock. They, they'll they retain their value, or at yeah, least yeah. most of their value. They yeah, I mean, yeah. of course, they'll probably drop, but, like, I could say, you know, I know this is pretty layman's, but, a, like, a Rolex, right? If you buy a, a continental Rolex, I think is what it's called, you know, they'll retain, you know, a good majority of their value. Yeah. But then once you start adding diamonds and shit like that, and it's custom, the value just plummets through the floor. Yeah. So you can buy, like, you know, diamond-encrusted Rolex for a fraction of the cost of what it would be stock. You know That's what I mean? crazy. It's, it's wild, right? Yeah. It's like that with a lot of, um, with jury in general a lot of times. They say custom pieces will, custom pieces don't really retain their value. Hmm. But like, you know, like a regular, you know, plain Jane piece will retain its value more than like a name plate or, or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Even though Interesting. it may be full of diamonds and all types of shit, but that value just goes uh, through the floor. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you this. So working all the odd jobs. Do you feel like right now with with running running your business? I know I know you still consider it a passion project, but it's also it's also a business. Running your business with the job that you have now, that stability. Are you in a much better place now than you were when you were working odd jobs here and there?
1: Um,
0: what I really mean is it easier for you now because i I would think with your with the did you have more time on your hands when you were working odd jobs? than you do now or do you have more time on your hands now to concentrate on the site?
1: Uh, hard to compare just cause like schedules were so different and things mm-hmm. like that. So like, for example, my, the casket job, I would get off work by like one 30, 30 PM. Cause yeah. I start at five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got real busy, like four. So I would have a lot of my day, but then I go to sleep early, early, you know, yeah. now, um, I have the rest of my day after like my regular nine to five, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but the good thing about it is like where I'm located. Um, Ooh, because okay. before I was out in Grafton, yeah. you know, or, or Lorraine. Now I'm in Cleveland. Even if I work my whole eight hour day or whatever, I get back home, I can still make it to shit. You yeah. Know? And I, yeah. Can, I can pull up. And, you're kind you know, of in the heart of it now. Yeah.
0: And obviously that's going to make it a lot easier for you uh, to be putting out content because you're kind of here for it. Mm-hmm. So you think, let me ask you this. Do you think that you're going to, obviously it's a, it's, it's a good thing. Like you're in the city now. It's a good thing. I mean, if you, if you run a site called I'm from Cleveland and you now live in Cleveland, that has to be a positive thing. Yeah. Uh, what effect do you think that's going to have on, on, on the site moving forward? Like, is it going to be noticeable? Is it going to be like, you know, business as usual or. I think
1: it's totally up to me and how I feel. Mm, Okay. Um, moving forward and me getting settled and kind of just getting um like what's going to be important for me is getting into a good routine just Mm -hmm. like my general life you know exercise eating right that kind of stuff yeah yeah. because I've been kind of slacking on it um you and me both man but but that's something like you know obviously it's important I I value that very much so that's like the kind of stuff that I think about first almost you know I mean mental health all that um but what was your original question? I went off on a tangent. I mean, you
0: pretty no, you pretty much handled it. <laughs> you pretty much handled it. I was going to ask how do you uh what do you do for your 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 mental health? Your mental health. Your mental health. Um you were you were saying earlier that you had that you had um social anxiety. Yeah. How do you other than other than the medication like what other things do you do to uh to handle that? Like I can say one of the things that I do for my mental health. And I, I like to ask this uh you know whenever I bring people on especially, you know, their first time. Sure. One of the things that I do is like on Mondays usually is because I remember when, when you had needed me to work on your computer and I was like, Monday was like one of the days that's always off the table for me because Monday I usually up until six o'clock, I'm not even I, I leave my usually I leave my phone home and I'll just go walk, you know, the Metro parks. Metro parks are right up the street for emergencies. I have my watch. You know what I mean? So if somebody texts me in this emergency, I could answer them from my watch. But yeah. usually leave my phone home, me and my dog. We'll go to the metro parks, take a walk. When the weather's, weather permitted. I'm not really a cold weather person. But every Monday, that's what I do. You know what I mean? And it's I'm usually unable to be reached until about six o'clock. And that's just kind of how I, you know, de- decompress from the from the from the week before or the weekend, if the weekend was crazy. Monday yeah. is when I decompress. What do you do for your to keep yourself because listen, running a running a business can be stressful. You know what I mean? Whether sure. even if it's digital, it can still be stress, stressful. You got to yeah. talk to a lot of people. You have to obviously get yelled at a lot by people that don't understand how the process works. Sure. So how do you decompress from all that? That's a better question. How do you decompress from all of the crap that gets piled up on top of you?
1: Yeah. Um, We were talking, I think this was before we were recording about, like, basketball. Mm -hmm. It's one thing that I can do that when I'm on the court, like, I'm not thinking about anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, like, finding activities like that. And then also, I mean, just keeping the right people around me, I think is the biggest thing, honestly. Um, Because if I'm feeling some way, like, I have people I can talk to. Mm, Okay. Um, And whether that's, like, one of my friends that I just think of, like, I see, like, goofy stuff online or something and i send it to him that just sparks like something uh, like good vibes you know like Uh,
0: really quick apparently your parents say the show is dope
1: (laughs) what's up up, mom and
0: dad nice nice use of the word dope (laughs) Uh, that's funny um yeah please continue sir
1: Oh, what was I saying? That you were up. talking about
0: uh, b- uh, basketball, taking your mind off of things.
1: Yeah, and just keeping the right people around me and, and talking through a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like I have a very, very solid core of, like, um, friends. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people that I, I went to grade school with, I'm still close with. And mm-hmm. so, like, that's just really long-term friendships, you know? That's, that's a fucking great thing, dude. Yeah.
0: That's a great thing. Like, having friends from from grades, I, I can say I don't have that. None of the people, because I moved around so much. Also, you know, coming from a military family, I moved around so much that uh, I don't really have people, especially especially here. Like I have friends that, you know, you go to their house and you look on the fridge and there's pictures from them from middle school, elementary school, high school or whatever. I'm not I'm in none of those. I wasn't around for that. You know what I mean? So like I don't really have many friends from like that far back yeah that i still talk to so that's a beautiful thing man that you that you yeah, have those people and they're still around
1: it's definitely a special thing but like you could still develop over, obviously for sure there, yeah for sure know. so um but yeah like the my one of my friends uh he lived like a street behind me basically mm-hmm. and my sister and his sister were friends so like my parents would be hanging out over there and this was before, like, him and I would be hanging out before yeah. like, we could talk or walk, you know? Okay, so yeah, yeah. Back, like, that's, that's literally... So like y'all family. go back-back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. Like, freaking uh, building sandcastles in the fucking sandbox and shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is dope. Uh, Adam said, I'm gonna Photoshop you into a bunch of little kids' pictures. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, man. Don't do that. I feel like that's a charge just waiting to happen. Yeah, you don't need <laughs> that. Yeah, we don't need that. Um, let me ask you this. So everybody... And this is something that I've talked about on the podcast before um everybody feels like their city is unique in some way you know what I mean like wh- is there something about Cleveland that actually sets it apart from other cities you know what I mean because I always hear things like yo in Cleveland. X, Y, and Z, and I've been a lot of places, and I'm like that happens in a lot of cities. You know so what I, I mean? I
1: I would say you're be, you're better off to speak on that than I am. Okay, because okay. I haven't I haven't done that much traveling. Something I want to yeah. get on. Like I've been to a few a few places. You gotta get your travel on, man. You got your- <laughs> and, and especially with what I do and with yeah. like repping the city and things like that. But I really think I would. That's something I would ask you to be more knowledgeable on, and like you know, what's something that when you're traveling that you think of that's like missing, you know, hmm. or like, you know. You know
0: what I will say? One thing that's missing from here, and it's getting better, it's, it's getting better every day, is a sense of artistic community. And what I mean by that is, not, so here, one thing I noticed here is that not a lot of artists really, collaborate with each other on the level of we're all artists let's just work together and build something and every other city I've ever been in they have that like you know if 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 listen if you make videos and I make videos why don't we just hang out more and pick each other's brain you know what I mean right it feels like there's a big sense of competition here probably because Cleveland's a very blue-collar city you know what I mean? As they say, everything is earned, nothing is given. You know what I mean? And I feel like that that creates a bit of a sense of competition so that if you're if you're a photographer and I'm a photographer, I'm not really collaborating with you because...
1: People think it takes away opportunities for yeah, yourself, but yeah. there's, there's plenty for there's everyone. There's so much. With. There's so
0: much to go around. And that
1: comes down to like hustling and, and making those opportunities come for you because... Yeah. You are competing against the next guy, but I mean.
0: That doesn't, but that doesn't mean that both of y'all can't eat. No, no, no. You know what all. I mean?
1: That, that's, that's what I mean though, too, is like, you know, there's opportunity for, for everyone, mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. Like it's all, it just comes down to like a lot of hustle, hard work and like, except
0: for you. Cause I don't know any other sites. Like I'm from Cleveland, dude. <laughs> you know? is, there, is there
1: any other ones? Uh, like in that, like represent their cities like that or like, in no, Cleveland? here,
0: here, like here in this city. Is there um, any other ones that like do what y'all do?
1: Not what, not what we do. There's other people that do. I would say like maybe similar things, or they do shine a good positive light on the city. Um, but like with- Hazel
0: said, unfortunately, Cleveland is the biggest city for hate. That's why you always need a solid support team. And then, uh, really quick, Chris said not winning. <laughs> Chris said not winning championships. <laughs> Damn. is that what Cleveland's though for uh and tim said from dad asked john about his unique nightstand
1: <laughs> i didn't even take i left that at
0: oh you uh, oh oh my bad my bad didn't mean to bring light to it uh chris no, no, said I'm saying,
1: i left there's a there's a nightstand that i don't find particularly charming oh okay <laughs> apparently it was mine at one point like because i went i went no i just moved so i had a lot of my stuff in my parents place I'm yeah to go pick it up and uh, that was sitting there, and I'm like, I'm not taking that. Like, <laughs>
0: dude, and, I love the fact that you said particularly charming. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna become a quote on my shows from now on. <laughs> it's not particularly charming. That's what came to my mind. <laughs> oh man! So, and Chris said it's like middle school drama with DJs. People are selfish. I only associate with the
1: ones that show gr- uh, the great energy. Yeah. Were you hip to uh, the cosine when we did that?
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't think I was hip.
1: So, random, what was that? Um, it was a like a conglomerate of DJs. You can move that mic
0: up if you if Is it's it too like, low for you. Yeah, yeah, you can feel free to. Uh,
1: a conglomerate of like DJs, basically the taste makers, because like I was included in that. I had a, a blog, but um, oh so, damn,
0: I wasn't included in it at all. So
1: well, so w- w- the way that it formed, <laughs> <laughs> that <was like> it. <laughs> uh, D- DJ Steph Loss Okay, out, yeah, sent out like a tweet like Who runs on from Cleveland. Because this was years and years ago, too. And um, I remember seeing that, contacting him in some way. And he was like, hey, can you show up to, where Where do we go? I forget the restaurant, but um, Bar Louie. We went to Bar Louie downtown. And when I get there, it's like. That shit ain't
0: there no more. You ain't got to remember that.
1: <laughs> Wait.
0: It's not there anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it closed down.
1: It's still like the the sign is up still, though. I think
0: know? the sign might be still up, but did yeah, it's it's, it's, it's closed. Yeah. So, I was just saying, you ain't got to remember the name, it ain't there anymore, yeah. so.
1: <laughs> so I get there and it's like a whole bunch of people from like, I mean like a select people from like 107.9, you know uh, Quincy, mm-hmm. Big hef. Yeah, yeah. um so he's like Def Jam Rap, so it's just like a, a conglomerate, like I, the word I used before of people that kind of know what's going on with like music in the city. So we got all these people together and we put out like six projects over the span of five or six years okay um and so the reason i bring that up is because like we were really trying to bring people together and it was just like a m- music like these are trying to be like a representation of uh the voice of like music that we want to stand out like especially if you're t- if you were to take this to another city mm-hmm. and you be like this is like what's popping in the city and yeah of be a voice yeah. behind that but okay i mean that okay. was just an effort that we made you know at one point but even then it was hard But like just. just but I mean, you were you were you and... were involved in that though. Yeah. So
0: there really isn't anyone else doing what you're doing. It's like you're the you're the guy. Also, uh is Tim your brother?
1: That's my dad.
0: Oh, Tim is your dad. Okay. Yeah. He goes, wrong nightstand. Also, shout out. Shout out Tim. Black. He said wrong nightstand, the one he got from uh
1: Matthews. Oh, okay. So Matthews is that one
0: particularly charming.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll let you decide once you hear it. Okay. Okay, So I thought that, so he's talking about another thing. Um, When I worked at uh, Matthew's international, which was like the company that did the caskets. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, so they they showed, um, they would have like these, a quarter of a casket or something like hanging up, like showing like at funeral homes. Are you serious? Well, it's like this is like when you're going in to decide, like, oh, I like this casket. Yeah. Like that yeah, yeah. So it was like a just a like a quarter of a casket or whatever. So I took two of them out of the trash and I took them home. <laughs> But oh I had, and I just had them sitting in my room like two quarter
0: you know, caskets. Hey, yeah. and you were using those as nightstands.
1: No, they. Well, I probably put like a book on it or something. But they were just chilling. Like it was like decor. And then like Halloween came now, and I was trying to sell them just because I was like, yo, like Halloween, Halloween decorations. I'm moving. I don't got room for these.
0: I, I, I need to see these, man. You might have to bring one of those over. Do well, you still have them? No, I got rid of them.
1: Just, oh. just, just when I moved. <laughs> it was. Oh a, it my was, god, a, sir. It was a task too. Because I can only fit one in the backseat of my car at a time So I took two trips to How big were these
0: things? They were, like, I mean, they were- oh, it was like So it was like a whole quarter casket It was like this Like top and bottom
1: It's hollow It's hollow Yeah, yeah But it's but basically it like, like the they took the a house. casket
0: Cut a quarter of it Yeah and, Oh Maybe a little bit smaller
1: than a quarter But yeah
0: I was thinking that it was just the top Like they, they took the top off Cut that A quarter and then you
1: showed, like, oh, you know, the yeah, like the okay, wow, whoa, but I can only fit like one. It it basically took up the back of my, yeah, Toyota Corolla. Damn, and you got rid of them. Did you throw them away or did you give them somebody? I, I. I hit up a few people, nobody wanted them. I tried leaving it at the my cause I was living with my friend. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yo, like I know you have fires and stuff. Like if you you, you need some some uh <laughs> some firewood. He's like, I no. his first his first thing he said was, I don't want your casket, you gotta get that thing out of here. Bro, you should have
0: hit me up, man. <laughs> I, I would have de- bro, I would that we would be sitting right in that background right there with the with all the ilty stuff, man. It'd have been right behind you. I could
1: try and get I could try and get another <laughs> one, but no, it was it was, you know, it, when people saw them. For the first time, if someone were to walk into my room, I'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way.
0: That's freaking great, man. That's here
1: because of this. That's freaking great. You want to know
0: another little piece of Cleveland history that you might not be aware of? Mm. One of the first people um, to do a daily vlog is from Cleveland. Fucking Steph Floss. Really? He was one of the first people to do a daily vlog. Steph did a daily vlog, I think, for a straight year. This is before, and this was before, like, vlogging cameras, you know what I mean? Before people were buying, like, DSLRs or and y ends and the Gorilla Pods to vlog with it, he was vlogging from this, like, little... I don't know what the hell it was, man. I'll have to ask him one day. But, yeah, he was... Matter of fact, the first person that I ever saw do a daily vlog was him. And I'm, so, I am i kind of stay connected on these things. But, yeah, he was the first person that I ever saw do a daily vlog. Man,
1: shout-out to Yeah, shout-out to Floss, shout, shout been out been to Floss man. Shout-out
0: to Floss. Um... Hold on. Uh, Sarah said, uh, who else do you know could continuously root for a football team and say there's always next year? We are very a very optimistic city. Boom. That is definitely something that is I've never seen in another city. Mostly because those cities, like, have, have won some shit. Yeah. But, but. –
1: They haven't had the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: co- coming here from D.C., I remember when the Cavs won a championship, right? I was—I I told my friends. I actually called it. I was like, "This is happening." I told them exactly how it was going to happen, and it, it happened exactly how I said. And I called, I texted all my friends and congratulated them. And I, I like my main thing was I was really happy for y'all because I moved here from a place, you know, in DC. We have a Super Bowl championship. You know what I mean? Like we we have championships. Right. We have, you know, in Brazil, we got fucking five World Cup championships. It's having a championship. was never, was nothing new to me. It was just par for the course or having a good team was just par for the course. So like I never really, um, the fact that like it's something that hadn't even been, hadn't come close to happening in 50 years. I was like, man, that's, that's bugged out. And the fact that like for the longest time, like I never knew how bad the team was and I danced for the Cavs. Like, I was on the Scream team <laughs> for, like,
1: a few years. I feel like I knew that, but... Yeah, yeah.
0: I, was, I danced for the cast for a long time and never really... Re- I didn't pay attention to the game, man. I was just out there to dance, look at chicks, and, and do my thing. and Collect and, a little and, bit yeah, of money. Get, get my money, get get some hot dogs. They had really good hot dogs there. And, and, and you know, and dip out. But, uh, yeah, I never really realized how bad the team was. And I never realized how important, uh, you know, that championship was. And once I realized that, I realized how dedicated everybody here was, you know what I mean? To still be wearing the, listen, dude in DC, if the wizards have like a few bad games, you don't see no wizards Jersey anywhere in the city. Ain't nobody wearing shit. If the, uh, the football team, now it's called the football team. If they're having a bad season, you ain't seeing no hoodies or no (laughs) Jersey. You ain't seeing that. They're like, fuck them here. You see Brown stuff, no matter what, you know what I mean? You see calf stuff, no matter what. And I will say this out of the places that I've been, that's something that is actually different about here is that the pride in the city doesn't waver no matter what, you know what I mean? Like no matter what happens, the pride in the city doesn't waver. Fucking Stepe lost the belt. The pride people have in Stepe has never wavered once. You know what I mean? I've yep. never heard anybody call him a bum or tell him to say he's washed up or what? I've never heard anybody say any of that. You and know what I mean? If they
1: do, say it to his face.
0: Right. Say it to <laughs> We've talked about him a couple of times on here. And we've never called him a bum. Just, we, I, I kind of had a feeling how that fight was going to go. Just because, you know, I, I train and fight MMA, you know what I mean? For, so from a, an objective standpoint. Yeah. But there was never a situation. I mean, that dude, that dude, it, you know, is at the time was essentially the best heavyweight on the planet. You know what I mean? And he did some shit that no other heavyweight has ever done in the UFC. You got to give that props. Bro. I don't see how people would even be able to call him. You know, washed up or anything. And everybody gets older. Yeah. You know what I mean? There comes a time where everybody. Father time catches up with everybody at some point. And it'll catch up with him. It'll catch up with, you know, with, with everybody. But yeah, that's definitely something about this city that uh that definitely sets it apart. There's a lot of pride here. Sometimes too much pride. <laughs> like it's it I've an interesting thing about here is how much you see uh Like Cleveland stuff on a regular basis, not the sports teams, but like two one six hoodies or, you know, Cleveland hoodies or Ohio hoodie. You know what I'm saying? I I see that so much here. It's I don't really see that like in D.C. I don't see people wearing D. If it's not the sports team, I don't really see people wearing like a two o two shirt or a D.C. shirt or or anything like that. You know
1: what I mean? Tons of that's like one of that's almost a joke. There's so many. Like T-shirt companies, like something happens, boom, you have a
0: instantly, instantly right away. Like, have you have you ever been to Miami? I have not. In Miami, I rarely see Miami stuff. Hmm. You know what I mean? If I do, I'll, I'm almost immediately like that dude's not from Miami.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's just showing out. Yeah, he's, there. he's Yeah, he's yeah that dude's from Miami, North so. Carolina,
0: and he moved down here, and he's trying to rep a little too hard. Yeah. But here, it's like, you know, you see that shit, and nah, they're they're from here. It it's here. That's that's a that's an interesting thing because I yeah I don't see that in other cities. New York, obviously, yeah. yeah. New York always wears, actually, yeah yeah. Some places in New York people wear New York stuff, but definitely definitely Cleveland. Cleveland reps hard. Like, man, what's uh, what are some? Let me ask you this real quick. I might this might put you on the spot. What are some people? Adam King said Detroit versus everybody. <laughs> Uh, and Hazel said, we fully support the sports, but not the talent. Sounds a bit suspect. Well,
1: that's <laughs> a good point. And us talking about, like, the sports and stuff. Um, the Us not having a good sports team and us not having things to get behind. Is really quick,
0: I, she also said she wanted those coffers. You didn't ask her.
1: <laughs> I put on, I, anyone that – I put them on my story. So same to you, too. I don't know. They were there. I, I, I was asking people. But um, – The, what was I just talking about? Oh, yeah, the sports. I mean, that was like a, we didn't have anything to like rally behind. And Mm -hmm. I was looking at the music scene and just what certain people were doing. And I was proud of that. And I was like, this is something that like, hey, if I can't, like, not that I can't go support the sports, because I was, I'm I'm a fan of all like the Cleveland teams. But at that time, I was like, I want to create something that where we can be proud of and, and showcase, like, we're not winning in sports right now, but we're winning in this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that was part of my, my motivation too, was just, so if we did, if we had really good teams, maybe I, I never would have started. Like, cause I would have felt thank, like we had, thank, God.
0: Something, thank God those teams sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what are, uh, let me ask you this. What are, who are some people that people should be checking for in the city? Like in the, in the Cleveland area. And I, I, I what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to say who are your favorites because you know, some people might get butt hurt about that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, just some interesting, other than myself, just some, <laughs> just some, some interesting, you know, creators or artists in the city that you think people should, you know, maybe check out.
1: You know, I would,
0: from whatever facet you want, doesn't even have to be all music. Just from whatever facet you want.
1: I would have to, like, per, I would have to think about it, man. Okay. Because okay. I, I would want to like I i take pride in that opinion mm-hmm. of knowing like that I would I wouldn't want to come up with it on the spot and miss some miss something here miss something there but I would say I try my best to share all that on I'm from Cleveland. Yeah. So like if
0: So they should just go to go to I'm from Cleveland?
1: Yeah, go to um, I'll well, put so that up on screen. The uh the Instagram cuz that's what gets updated like every day. Okay. Or m- mostly every day, you know, when things are happening. But um yeah, I mean, I try to shine a light on everything. Like I said, in just general cultures, things that are going on in the mm-hmm. city. And uh, if I can find a way to get it in there, I will. Like right now, I have, that's actually a good thing for me to do right now. Let me, I want to, <laughs> I want to take a look at some of the stuff I have wanted to post, but yeah, I, I yeah. haven't. Cause I think that that's a good, like, example. Cause there's stuff that, oh yeah. There's stuff that'll sit there for like a month or two that I mm-hmm. never did anything with. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah,
0: go ahead, take a peek, man. Take a little peeky peek. You know I, you know what you should do man you should well you you kind of already do it do you do um when you do your your videos do you do is that a weekly thing or is that a monthly thing
1: so when i was doing the like specifically the music ones mm-hmm. i was trying to do it at least once a month but i went like th- 5 months without posting a single one cuz that mm. takes me the most amount of time to put that kind of content together versus other stuff other things yeah. are like you know Something that's going on, I can find content online that's our, you know. Yeah. But with that, it's researching the music, which happens in multiple ways. Which is people sending it to us. Which is me scrolling. Which is me talking to people. Yeah. Um, and then downloading it, and mm-hmm. then you know the whole editing process, yeah. and putting in everybody's at, and doing all the little things that take a little bit of yeah. time, and <laughs> so all that adds up. And so I, I wish I, I would love to do that once a month, maybe t- I could find enough music to do it two times a month, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but it's just, it comes down to like, do I have time to do that? You know? Yeah. Really? Do
0: y'all do you, when it comes to music, do y'all
1: stay, uh, pretty much hip hop or do y'all venture into other things? So like I mentioned before, hip hop was definitely the foundation Yeah, and that's what I never want to get away from that. You right. Know? Right. Um, so it's definitely, uh, a lot of like what we, uh, put out there and showcase, but, um, definitely not limited, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, pop, uh, r and I've, I think I put up a polka song once. Like, Wait, was, really? You put up a? <laughs> th- I'm pretty sure I, I did. I, I remember. So
0: there's like, one polka song that's living on I'm Somewhere. from Cleveland. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that's that's got to be an it, honor.
1: And it was different. And I was like, yo, I, I mean, I like this. Like, yeah. i am
0: Maybe you just like polka, man. Yeah. Maybe it's just maybe it's just in I your blood. I actually kind of hate polka. <laughs> oh, do you really? It's not particularly charming. I'm glad you're. I'm
1: glad you remember that. You can keep using it,
0: I'm, bro. I'm telling you, I'm using that. It's not particularly charming. <laughs> um, I I feel like there's there's a lot of obviously hip hop is very big here, but I feel like there's also a lot of you know like there's electronic music here. There's a lot of house coming out of here. There's a lot of bass music that's coming out of here. There's a lot of of creations that are coming out of the Cleveland area that I, I I don't know maybe maybe think about tapping into that, but you know you're pretty much a one man you're a one man uh crew right now, right
1: yeah, and at different times um I mean there's like there's a few people that help with I'm from Cleveland on a regular consistent basis mm-hmm. um but like at one time when we, like, we were really rolling, i had I was able to call like meetings with everybody that was helping out and we'd have 10 or 11 people at a meeting okay. and we'd like, you know, uh, just kind of talk about different ways of how we can do things better and then give tasks to people. And like, it was like a whole, like,
0: I think I was at one of the meetings one time. Didn't one of them take place at the Ilti shop.
1: It could have. Uh,
0: I, I think I remember this cause y'all were there. Y'all were listening to music. Probably Y'all, y'all probably. listened to music for a while. I think I was there for one of the meetings.
1: Yeah. So, but right now, like, you know, like I said, I have a couple of people that help here and there, but no, like I've always said I wanted, it, like in my head, like I want another me, someone that just knows how I would do things. Yeah. It's like it's hard to, even if I have someone that's really dedicated and, and wants to help out, it's hard to even provide the specific guidance or, I don't know, It, it they just got to be the right person. You it's know?
0: really difficult to find another you. A lot of, uh, so a lot of YouTubers have that problem. Like it comes to the point to where their channel starts taking off and they have less and less time, so then they need to hire an editor. Yeah and it their biggest one of their big the one thing that i that i keep hearing over and over again is they have a lot of trouble finding somebody that edits the way that they do mm. you know what i mean cuz obviously the ideal thing would be to clone yourself and yeah. now you have more time but it's really hard to find that and, and, you know and when you do find it sometimes and i feel like you're sm- you're smarter than this i'm i'm convinced you're smarter than this but sometimes people find that person that's a perfect fit And then they don't treat it as such. They just treat it as just another person. You know what I mean? Like I can get another, I can get another you easily. You know what I mean? But when you find somebody that does things the way that you do, you know, a lot of times people got to recognize that. Oh yeah. Uh, I have a friend that he would throw parties. Um, Nobody in the chat right now. This is way back in the day. And then he always made the flyers for his own parties. And he wanted to hire a flyer person that would make flyers the way that he did. He finally found somebody. And, uh, the person was like yo I'm just coming up like yes i'd love to work with you you know right now you know we can we can work out a deal obviously eventually i would like to get paid for my services or whatever right fast forward a couple of years later and the person's like hey you know i'm i have more stuff on my t- my plate now like i'm gonna need some type of monetary compensation and my friend was just like hey i'll just find somebody else to do it and i remember telling them okay all right i feel like you're gonna regret that you know what i mean like You have a way that you want things done. This person does the things that exact way. Right. That's not easy to find. Yeah. You're not just going to find that. And he didn't find it.
1: And and I'm sorry to cut you off there. No, 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 Don't Feel free. I I like want to take this opportunity just while we're kind of talking about to thank everybody that's ever helped out with on from Cleveland, whether like they were official members or just people that like in passing that did something, you know, but like something that comes to mind is we, we held a, a really dope event and, uh, Literally, everybody that helped out we needed. Yeah. Um, and so I remember like everybody was just helping out out of love. Mm-hmm. And like when the night was done and we saw like we made some money from the event or whatever, like I made sure to pay everybody. Yeah. And they were all like, oh my God, like I just, I had a good time. Like, oh, see, wow. that's dope. That's dope right there. And, but that's what I, I always get back to by saying like the money to me is just like, you know, I, the whole point of that night to me was the experience that we gave, which was it was a networking event where mm-hmm. we um, rented out two studios up. Uh, upstairs at balkley house and people artists were flowing in and out like we had like 200 people in in the whole oh, wow and, like so this really was like cool. an event event yeah and i, I it would be cool like after this like to show you like the videos that we put together it yeah. and stuff but um just like yeah i appreciated everybody so much i was like it wasn't like a lot of money but i was yeah. like yo like we, we could split this up and like you know that's what's up it's, it's beautiful
0: when people it's beautiful when people have your back it's, and kind of see the vision, and they see something in you that, Hell yeah, they're there for the love. Like that's beautiful. And then for you to for you to bless them with a little something like they weren't obviously they weren't expecting that. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Blow, up, blow it up for that. I'm give that a round of applause. As a matter right. of
1: fact, yeah, buddy. Yeah.
0: My chair keeps sinking down sometimes. I gotta, I gotta fix that. Did you find a? Uh, I know you were looking for the stuff that you were uh, that you were thinking about posting.
1: Yeah, it's not as juicy as I thought. I'm not <laughs> as... <laughs> I mean it's some I mean it is, but it's not. So we got um no, I wouldn't say it's not. This guy, um, John Dean, he's got some of his clothes in Nord- Nordstrom. Oh really? Uh, that's very fucking dope. So i yeah, huge. already void what I said right before. Yeah, that, that's freaking uh, huge. Uh, <laughs> and he's
0: he's from he's from Cleveland? Yeah,
1: and, and we posted about him before, but not this time. I didn't yeah. run a post in this one. Uh on this here, Rami got a publishing deal, but we did post about that. Yeah, so yeah, I got, yeah. I got that checked off. Uh
0: I actually talked to him since then. I actually got a chance to congratulate him in uh, in person. When, when, Rami? Yeah, when when was He's, that? I think he dropped off some CDJs that uh, I
1: had let uh, Eric use. <laughs> You're about just recently, right? Because he was in the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Rami's that
0: guy. Shout out to Rami. Yeah, shout out Rami for sure. Rami's another one, like, I never knew that he was from out here. I didn't meet him for a long time, and then when I met him, I didn't even really realize if – I didn't really realize I was meeting him. You know what I mean? Like I had heard about him, and when I met him, he was just such a, a chill, relaxed dude. I hate using the word humble. You know what I mean? Because humble seems like a catchphrase nowadays. Oh, this yeah. person's humble. But he was a very chill, down-to-earth, just, just, just a dude. Chatted it up with me. He didn't know me from Adam. You know what I mean? I met him. We chatted it up for a bit. And then I found out I was like,
1: "Oh, this is this fucking guy that
0: everybody's been talking about." You know what
1: I mean? So yeah, yeah. R- Rami's looked out for me, you know, in the past. Um, that's what's up, man. Stuff, that's what's so, up. Yeah, he's out. Major, he's out in but, L.A. now, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I went to visit Ev. Ev was was staying with Rami. I stayed in Rami's room. So. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah. That's what's <laughs> up, man. Hell yeah. So talking about him him looking out, that's major, you know.
0: Um, Hazel said, "I don't know if if you know uh, Frisk me good." But that designer is fucking dope. Are they from Cleveland? I would assume if she she said like corsets made from shoes. Oh, that's kind of that's
1: kind of dope. Are they oh, from? Oh yeah, I have seen that. that is, are they're from a, they're from Cleveland. Uh, I would take her word for it. I believe so because I've seen I've seen like a Cleveland artist actually wearing that. So okay,
0: okay. Hazel, they're from Cleveland. I'm assuming.
1: Since you interrupted us and brought it up, No, I'm just joking. <laughs>
0: you got some more. You got some more heat over there for me. Yeah,
1: somebody wrote a, tr- a children's book recently. It sold pretty well. I don't have. Okay, like, the, I, I'd have to like dig for the info. Yeah, somebody collaborated co- collaborated with Tiffany and Co on something. Okay? okay, that's what's up. So like, I just have like all these notes here. And yeah. just things like that. I would eventually share. And... I got a friend
0: that actually wrote a book about uh about empowering girls. It's called Conscious Empowerment, and she's from she's from Cleveland. Um, oh, that's dope. Leah Bears. Hang on. I have the book right here. Uh, yeah, this book right here. We actually had her on the show before. Okay. We, we were promoting a bit. Good book for people that have daughters and whatnot. Solid book, people. Solid book. But, yeah, she's from Cleveland. Very dope. You should uh, add her on your short list when you get a chance. Yeah. I only said that because she's really short. Oh, Hazel knows <laughs> her. Yeah, Hazel knows her. Empowered and Poise. Actually, it's called Conscious Empowerment. Her company is called Empowered and Poise, uh, Hazel. I helped her, uh I helped her kind of get her start and all that. I so like when when nice. I met her, I helped her like get her 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 the business side of everything off the ground. I did like all of her uh, headshots, her promo photos, her promo videos and things like that. She's a solid person. She's a solid person. She's uh she's the homie. Very dope. Um, you got more over there or was that, uh,
1: there's more, but, um,
0: you don't want to get too deep into it.
1: Yeah. Cause I also, my, my plan it always is anything that makes this list, like my plans to share it. But like I yeah. said, some stuff's been in there for like two months and then it kind of gets like to the point where yeah, it would be too old or like, gets, just gets a little shed, too late to share and, or the list gets this big. <laughs> 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 I, let me see. And
0: then it's uh, like, ah, this is a bit much. Do you have a um a YouTube channel for? I'm from
1: Cleveland. Yeah, we do. Be- before we get into that, so right here, I don't know if you can see this at all on the screen, but oh yeah, we can see it. Yeah. So if I'm scrolling, like that's all these links right Holy here. Holy crap, dude! That's, and, and that that's, type that, that type is small. That's music that I want to share. Oh my that hasn't god, been shared man! Yet. <laughs> dude, that's so, that's so much. I know. So any, I mean, literally, if I hear something, where I scroll. I just hear it. I like, I, I I save it for the time being, you know. But it's. Builds up
0: Yeah so. Oh Steven is here Steven Feliciano What's up How are you Um Let me ask you this Cause obviously you have a website Uh It was I'm, I'm from cleveland.com Yeah Um Cleveland spelled out Or CLE
1: I'm from cleveland.com Okay cool. yeah. Um but Just so you know Our socials are I'm from cleveland
0: Yeah Do you Did you notice The shift Like was there a heavy shift when things started moving more towards social media rather than a website? And oh, yeah. are you posting on social media more than you do the website nowadays?
1: Or is it still the same? Yeah. It's changed completely. Okay. Um, the website used to be like the main thing. now yeah. like, you know, that's like part of the brand and everything just I'm from Cleveland, I'm from mm-hmm. cleveland.com. But, um, really like, I mean, I spend my time doing like the socials and yeah. right now on Instagram, like there was a time where I had like our Twitter really popping, but, uh, that got taken down because of like certain copyright shit.
0: Yeah. Steven oh. said, I'm going to make a site for I'm from Lorraine.com. <laughs> from
1: Lorraine.
0: He, he is from Lorraine, actually, I'm Steve. From Lorraine. <laughs> Um, the, I feel like, as far as money goes, for a while, like a website used to be what you had to have to make money because it would be like the advertising on the site. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you got clicks to the website, you know, you would, you would make money from that. And that seems to have completely changed. Um, are there as many... I mean, we're not going to go... We're not going into your pockets. Are there as many financial outlets now that things have moved to social media as there were when things were mostly website-based or...
1: I would say probably.
0: Probably? Say probably more. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? I
1: mean, because... You still have that option. If you if you there's still some websites that get enough traffic where the yeah. advertisements gonna pull on that money, so they have that option, but then they also have options to expand through socials and
0: yeah, you know. I always thought that because a lot of the people that I know that had sites, right? And you would go to their site and it'd be like a banner ad over here, the banner ad over there, and a banner ad at the bottom, yeah. and, then, and then one at the top. And then once everything shifted into the world of social media. Where it was like, and a lot of time, a lot of times you actually have to work for the ads now. Like you have to do ad reads, or you know what I mean, product placement and things like that. Yeah. For them, they took a huge hit. Like their well, their, all, their yeah. revenue
1: went way down. I think just at the time, especially it's just it's such a big change. It's something you have to. Yeah. You know, like you know, I think it's some depending on the industry or whatever. Like they could pick back up or get into, but yeah, I think it's just a thing of uh, change and adapting with that which is yeah. something that i've also take pride in I, I feel like since i've been doing this shit since like myspace yeah and, and that, yeah. at that time for me it wasn't i was still young like it wasn't like mm-hmm. i was my age now doing it um where we saw the shift from like myspace to to facebook and twitter and like everything you know just kind of started changing and you gotta yeah. you had to figure out like there's different formats a lot of it's somewhat essentially the same, but different, you know, Mm and, um, but yeah, man, it changed and you just gotta, gotta, you gotta learn.
0: Yeah. One thing I will say, man, is you seem to be very, uh, very versed in adapting to the new things because there's never been a time where I haven't heard about, I'm from Cleveland. You know what I mean? Like there's never been a time where it's like, there's never been a time where that to my knowledge that you guys have fallen off. You know what I mean? Whereas there's a lot of, you know, like I was saying, there will be sites around and then everything goes to social and now those sites aren't around anymore. Yeah. Or everybody's on, you know, when Vine was around, right? You have people that are doing brand deals and stuff on Vine, Vine disappears, and then you never hear from them again. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like whatever whatever comes around, it seems like you have you almost have like a like a like your thumb to the pulse or your finger to the pulse, your fingers to the pulse. Of what's coming up, and you have a presence there. I assume you have a, a TikTok presence as so, well.
1: As you were saying, I was going to say we um, we're not. I mean, we have a TikTok, but I never really got. I don't go on TikTok personally. Yeah, me either, at all. Me either. I don't. I have the app. I will literally never open it. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't really open mine. And so I don't know. Like I definitely think if I had the time to put a strategy together and actually feel like if I wanted to, to do it, I think I could. But like it would be it'd be some work <laughs> the, yeah, at this yeah. point. I'm just like,
0: I feel like you would be successful at it. It, I mean, yes, it would be work, but I feel like you strike me as, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as somebody who didn't grow up with you, who, who wasn't around for your whole life. Just I'm saying this as somebody that is, that has met you, has talked to you. And this is the vibe that I get from you. Mm-hmm. You strike me as somebody that when you do something, you actually do it you don't half-ass many things. You know what I mean? Like when you were delivering coffins, we were fucking delivering coffins. You know what I mean? The coffins got where they needed to be and you were doing your thing. A
1: hundred percent. When you started, I'm
0: from Cleveland. Like you went in, you do the research. Like you just show me the the, the list of stuff you have there. That's not half-ass. You know what I mean? You don't have that many things when you're half-assing something. And I feel like, you know, if you got into TikTok, I'm not saying you should, but I feel like if you got into it, like you would, go in, research it, figure out how you can make it work for what you needed what you needed to do yeah. and then you would go from there. I mean, that's just the type of person that I, you I think, come across I as. think
1: I could. I think it's a little out of my comfort zone for some reason. There's just I yeah. just don't enjoy TikTok yeah. as much. Like
0: I feel it. I feel it.
1: There, there's so many like different I like I do like a lot of the funny shit like is cool like you know, but yeah. like that's also part of like I, it might Take me away too much. Like the same reason I never really played like video games or anything. Because mm-hmm. like,
0: oh, it's blasphemy, sir. It's blasphemy. <laughs> I know. I know. Saying that to you,
1: but like growing up though, like my friends would be all, we'd be hanging out playing video games, and then I would escape to go to the computer because. M
0: said that's what I've been saying. I wonder if she's saying what I've been saying or what, what, what I just said.
1: <laughs> about what she said TikTok about you, probably.
0: Either either about TikTok or what I said about you, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> um. What were you saying? Please continue.
1: Uh, I lost my track.
0: When you were speaking at blasphemy that you don't play video games. Oh sir. yeah.
1: <laughs> um. I mean, for one, because like I didn't really. I had a the last system I owned, or I didn't even own it. My parents bought it for us. Was the PS2. Jesus. <laughs> and so, like, I play video games with my friends and shit, you know. But I've never, I haven't had a system since that. Yeah. But, Damn. Um, <laughs> so, but that would it would be a thing where I just felt like it would have taken up too much of my time and shit. Like really though, when I was in high school or even grade school and I would come back and I only have the time after between Mm -hmm. school and like going to sleep, um, I was doing the, I'm from Cleveland shit. Like, but I
0: mean you, but you were, you you were doing it. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah.
1: And you know, I'm just saying like I allocated a lot of my time to that, you know?
0: Let me ask you this. We're going to be wrapping up soon, but let me let me ask you this real quick. Uh, where do you want to take it? Like, do you want to one day have a staff? Like, would you like to one day have, you know, like a person for each outlet? Because there's so many social media platforms popping up nowadays. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like we got TikTok, we got Instagram, we got fucking uh, YouTube, and now YouTube Shorts and then Snapchat and all these things. Would you like to one day have like a staff of people and have somebody for each thing, or do you prefer uh, doing doing it all on your own?
1: Um, I like a lot of what I do. Mm -hmm. I feel like at one point I had a staff, an unpaid staff, volunteer staff. Like so, that's the closest I can come to thinking of like having something like that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it would be great. Yeah, Um, it would just it would. It would just be a new level of like management for mm-hmm. me, you know, which I'm already managing this shit. I'm just do, managing it and doing it myself. Yeah, than like, yeah. So it's a whole other step. But yeah, like, but I would almost
0: say it's harder to manage people that are doing it for free than it is people that are getting paid. 100%. 100%. You know what I mean?
1: Because it's hard to even ask them for shit sometimes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, I appreciate the time you're already giving me. Like, right, right. You know, but there's, um, he goes by Cinematics, uh, Keith.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know him.
1: So, he's been working with I'm From Cleveland since way back in the day. Yeah. And um, he's one of the best videographers I know. For sure. And for sure. He's killing it. Like, he could, and he would do shit out of love for us, like, whenever I wanted. And so, like, that's a huge shout out to him because yeah. he created some of, like, our best content at different times throughout. And it's like, I could call on him and he'd be like, yeah, dude. And he, he's down just for what I'm From Cleveland is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that comes as close to like how I feel about it. You know, I want other people to feel about that way if they're helping out, yeah. you know? And so, but it is also, it gets, I don't want to be like, yo, can you do this and this and this? Right. You know? Right. Adding stuff and to it. it. So it's hard to, to, to balance that and like stay respectful. And you know, like, you know, I just don't want to ask too much of anybody that's actually just helping out just cause they're helping out. Like, just yeah, you, yo, I appreciate that. Hell yeah. You know, dude, John, My
0: man, this has been a damn time flies. Time really, bro. Bro, this has been amazing. I'm so glad we did it. We got to do a part two. We got to do, we got to do, I got to get you back on. I think I'm going to make you a regular, man. I'm going to just have you over here maybe once a month or something like that, man. We got to, I definitely want to, I definitely want to keep in contact with you, man. I definitely want to keep you coming back. Let's do it. Because this has been dope, man. I also want to, I want to help. I want to help. I want to, I'm going to figure out some way to help, man. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to chop it up at some point. I'm going to sure. figure out some way to help. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are about done. That, that's the wrong uh, that's the wrong closing song. I hit him with you. See, you got me all fluttered, man. I'm hitting him with the wrong <laughs> clothing song, closing song. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching this episode of The Rotation, episode number eight, the official guest talk show of the Two Endangered Mammals podcast, the number one podcast. In my duplex, I have been Mr. Tiger Adenaldo, And with me, my special guest for today How do I say your last name again? Stursa John Stursa I don't know how I keep forgetting that Uh, John, would you please tell the good people How they can get in touch with you Tell them your socials while I bring it up on the screen
1: Yeah, so my personals are John Stursa And then I'm from Cleveland's, Or I'm from CLE Boom Can they
0: also go to ifromcleveland.com?
1: Yes Okay um, So I mean like On there we have like Our basics What we're about Things mm-hmm. like that But like really For the latest news It's, it's the Instagram
0: yeah. yeah Okay So they can go to the site But if they want to be The latest and greatest It's on the Instagram Yep And That's then
1: what's On said. the on the website You'll find out ways To contact us Especially if you're looking To like submit yeah. Something or anything
0: like. Oh yeah that. I probably should have We probably should have Put that up there How would somebody Submit to you it Would be on Is it better to go To submit on the website Or is it better to submit so, through the Instagram.
1: Either way, we're gonna direct you to our email, which okay. is uh, I'm from Clee216 okay. at gmail.com. Okay. And so if you send something there, you'll get a reply, even if in rare instances it's a couple months late. <laughs> it might be a little bit late. Well, it I'm might going, be a little bit I'm, late. I'm doing my best.
0: <laughs> uh M said the Twitter is I'm from C L E underscore. Yeah. She said, so add the underscore. Emily helps out with, with the site a lot. So that was her. where did she, where did she pop up? Did she pop up or did she pop up on the, uh, she was on, she was Instagram. on Instagram, but it showed up on the screen here. So did she pop up on the, uh, on the YouTube? She must've. I don't see her on the YouTube. Where are you at, Em? Are you at? Are you on the uh, Twitch? Maybe she's on the Twitch. She doesn't have a a picture either. Either like everyone. Yeah, does. so it might be. It, she might be on the Twitches. Yep. It, nope. It's not on the Twitch. Where is it? I had to switch to my computer. Twitch.
1: Oh, she's on Twitch. Okay, she is on t- Twitch. Even my dad has a photo.
0: Okay. Okay. Boom. <laughs> boom. There it is. Yeah. First time chat. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I have been your host, Mr. Tiger Adonaldo. If you want to get in touch with me. You can catch me at Tiger39, T-H-A-I-G-E-R 39. 39, And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Discord. uh, Did I say Twitch? Twitch, YouTube, iTunes, Tinder, GoPuff, freaking Uber Eats, Bumble, (laughs) Farmers Only, (laughs) Christian Mingle.
1: I haven't tried that one yet.
0: Christian Mingle, all of the social media platforms, catch me at Tiger 39. If you would like to watch this show after the fact, just go to youtube.com slash Tiger 39. They're all arranged there and playlists. You'll see this under the rotation. It'll be the first one there because it's the newest one. If you want to listen to the show after the fact, just go to your favorite podcasting streaming platform of choice and search for two endangered mammals. We'll be the first two that show up. We'll be the only two that show up. Uh, once again I have been Mr. Tiger Adenaldo. This is my man John Cleveland John Over here
1: <laughs> Hey man Thanks for having me
0: Hey man It's been my pleasure uh, We will Hello. be back Again Thursday For the Two Endangered Mammals Podcast You can catch me In pun 7pm uh, Any parting words That you would like To send out there Any shout outs Or anything You'd like to put out there
1: uh, Shout out to everybody That help, has helped out With I'm from Cleveland In the past To this day Connor O'Donnell Uh specifically just because we haven't caught up in a while and he, <laughs> he, he needs to know that you know like i appreciate uh him pushing me back in the day for sure for uh, sure everyone everyone obviously ev and then my mom and my dad for for tuning in and my dad for even leaving comments and for using the word dope hell yeah all hell yeah
0: <laughs> hell yeah also
1: hazel said welcome to cleveland stursa thank you thank that's you what's much. up
0: man that's what's up i have a very supportive chat I pride myself in a very supportive chat. (laughs) That's
1: a great thing, because not all chats are like... Right. Some
0: chats are toxic as fuck, Um, man. (laughs) They get toxic as fuck. Uh, Once again, people, this has been The Rotation. I have been Tiger. This has been John. And we are now signing out.
1: Peace. Peace out.